Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Hello, everyone. It is episode 169, and believe it or not, we're back. We're live, Steve. We're live. <laughs> what do you think about that, buddy? I live. Man, Dan on the mend. Dan on the mend. I didn't think it was a close one. I didn't think I was going to make it, but I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy to be back. So, guys, I know we've been gone for like, uh, what was it? I guess it would be five out of seven weeks, something like that. But here we are again. Welcome to the show. Let's have some fun, Steve. Let's talk to these people. They've missed us, I think. Absolutely. There's been a lot, uh, a lot going on with you, Dan. A lot going on with you. Yeah. Not so much me. That's not true. You always got stuff going on, though. I mean, you got your routines. Yeah, but I, I didn't take a wonderful young person to college, though. Uh, yeah, you did. What are you talking about? I did. But that was during the show. We were on the show when we were, when I did that. You've uh, been true. gone. Yeah, that's true. And I did it while I was sick, too. I, I don't know how. you. When I was sick, I was not getting up off the couch, dude. You know, th- okay, here's the weird thing is that, you know, like in the big picture, like we really didn't move a lot of stuff. It was like my car was full and then... My brother-in-law followed us with her bike because I never got the trailer hitch and I wasn't about to like just put that shit on the top of my car. You know I what forgot I mean? about that trailer hitch. Yeah, that whole trailer <laughs> hitch thing. I'm still got PTSD. Oh my God. But there really wasn't a lot of stuff. The problem was is that I, what happened was I had gotten a full blown, excuse me, a full blown flu. Oosh. Yeah. So like the whole, listen to you doing your, your uh, Muay Thai while you're talking to me right now. Now it's just in your it's whole in like vernacular. Lexicon. Yeah. Your lexicon. Yeah. I mean, oof is what I meant. Oosh, yeah. Dude, you had f- the flu? Yeah, everyone got sick. What it is is that uh, my niece was over, and she brought those seventh grade germs. Oh, it's over. Remember, bro. like, we because you kind of have to get used to seventh grade germs mm. when, you're ha- when you have a kid that's in the seventh grade. You get used oh, to it. Oh, for sure. Dude, when you, remember how often your baby, your little kids used to get you sick? Oh, all the, and then they'd get over it real quick. Yeah, and then that's because like, they're all busy yeah. touching each other's exactly. snot at school. Exactly. And stuff. <laughs> Seventh grade, they're just still squirrely too, but it's like it's like a it's a concentrated strain. You know what I'm saying? Ugh, yes. So yes, dude. she got sick, and then she got Gail sick, and got Ben sick, and then I was the last one to get it. Sarah kind of got it, but I, thankfully she didn't get it at all because it would have been like terrible timing. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to have a cough and kind of cold symptoms and stuff. And I'll get the whole COVID test just to yeah, do, my, do my thing, you know? Sure, sure, for sure. So two COVID tests later, and I, I did not have it. But, dude, okay, remember when I told you I got back from Chicago and I was pretty certain I had COVID? Oh, for sure, dude. Still the case, right? Like, I really do think that was the case just because of the way the breathing thing went. But maybe not now because I was way sicker this time than I was then. And I still had the breathing issues. And I had like, you know, not to be gross, but I mean, I had water coming out both ends. I lost 15 pounds of water weight. Holy crap, dude. (laughs) I did. I lost. It was good. I needed to lose a little bit of weight, but, you know, it tends to come back on when you're just like eating normally again. Jeez, you were sick. I'm still down on weight, but I lost 15 pounds of water weight within like seven days. It was crazy. That's not an exaggeration. You were sick. I would wake up. And uh, because it was like, I wasn't sure at some points whether or not I had COVID or not. And it's, yeah, it's kind of dumb because, you know, we both live in the same house and everything. But it's like, Gail, maybe you should sleep on the, uh, I'll sleep on the couch while you're sick. And then she slept on the couch while I was sick because I was like all kinds of sick, way worse than she was. 
but I would wake up, dude, and like, you know, like when a when a body dies and they do the chalk line. Oh yeah, it was just like that, but of sweat. Oh my god, dude. it was gross, man, gross, gross. And I couldn't keep anything crap. down. All I had was like soups and broths and stuff like Oy. that. Yeah, so you know, this lasts into this goes on for a week, well over a week, and then it lasts into when we got to take Sarah to Davis. And uh, like I said, there really wasn't that much stuff to do, but it was like easy stuff was super hard. Like taking a box from the, like, you know, a very accessible box that I could just carry, a little cardboard box full of like clothes or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the car, which was not far away, to the dorm room. And I'm like fucking exhausted, like wiped Jeez, the fuck dude. out. We had to stay in, well, we didn't have to, but we stayed in Sacramento at a really cool place called the Kimpton Sawyer Hotel. It's like, I've you know, never heard of that. Well, where they have the, um, the Golden One Arena. Oh, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. right across the street from there. So it's in the, like in the downtown area. Super oh, cool. dope hotel. So it was nice that I was comfortable and it was dope. We had room service and stuff like that. But like when we'd go back, I would just I would just cra- I would like melt into the into the bed and just, go, and just lay there. Jeez, dude. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. But enough At about least, me. You know, I'm but like, I mean, I, how is she doing? She's doing great. She's doing great. She's having a little bit of an adjustment period right now because. <laughs> I, OK, I guess it's like this. The way that she's always been, she's always pushed very hard. If she wants something, she's going to push herself very hard until she gets this thing, right? But I think she has this little bit of an insecure, and I think this will pass, but she has this insecure defense mechanism, is how I'm going to call it, where Mm -hmm. once she gets to said desired thing, she tends to kind of pick it apart and finds the negatives versus the positives. Mm -hmm. In this case, it's uh, she would kill me if she knew I was talking about this, but she's not going to listen. It's she goes, okay, so I guess basically what I'm saying is, this is how I'm taking it. Like, her crew from, like, high school, I think was just, like, primarily white. It wasn't necessarily intended that way. It was just the kids in band that she hung out with. Yeah, like that's, that, right? yeah. You know, there's a few Mexican kids I can think of. But, I mean, for the most part, uh, very similar to how I was in high school. I think there's just a, the the unit is primarily yes. white. Yes. So now she's moved on to Davis, where it's a very diverse school. Mm-hmm. and packs tend to stick together. And what I mean Absolutely. by that, I think you'll understand when I say this, you know, it's not really like a racial thing. I mean, I guess it kind of is, but you'll know what I mean when I say this. Uh, you know, like, uh, like legit Asian people will all stay together in groups most of the time. They tend yeah. to like chill like that. And the same thing with like, you know, Spanish speaking Mexicans and things like that. They tend to stay, you know, mm-hmm. with, their, with their groups, you know, for mm-hmm. the most part. Well, she kind of falls into this thing where she's half Mexican, half white, but I think she's just kind of always much to my dismay, has always kind of more identified with the white side. Yes. I don't think she's really embraced the Mexican side of things. You yes. know what I mean? So I think she's having a little bit of an adjustment period right now with the crew that she's set with. You know, they're either speaking, they're, they're speaking their native languages is what I'm saying. And she's oh, feeling, sure. she's yeah, feeling yeah. a bit left out. And, you know, and, okay. and I, I can relate to this because this is something I had to grow up with. Like I always said that I was a little too... White, a little too uh, brown from a white friends and a little too white from a brown friends. You know what I mean? And, and I think oh, that's, yeah. and she's that's learning, what she's yeah. going through. So absolutely. You know, so it's nice because now that it, she's she's been gone for like a week and a half and it's like I'm just calling her just to say, hey, I missed you. I want to hear your voice and kind of getting a feel. So I think she's had highs and lows, but I think she's going to she's going to be just fine. dude. She's of a course, very dude. resilient kid and she knows what she wants and. I just told her, I said, these things shall pass. You guys are going to be too busy to be focusing on that shit here in about a week. So, Oh, dude, it's about to go, it's about to go full blown, dude. Yeah, because full the whole blown. time that she had been there up until last Wednesday, it was all orientation. So she was like, there like five yeah. days of orientation before she even started a class. Has now, she done any of the are, week of welcome 
uh, activities and stuff like that? I think so. I think that's oh, what cool. all that was. It was all group, cool. and that's that's kind of where this whole start, this whole thing started. Was the people that she was grouped with were kind of mm. giving her that whole. You're not Mexican. Someone actually told her your parents get along. <laughs> she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah. She's like, you're not Mexican. I'm like, what the fuck is that mean? That's actually funny. I, I guess so. I mean, that's. Uh, so I didn't know that that was a thing. That's that, neither did I. So, oh. uh, but then again, I'm not like the ambassador for Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I, I, she's gonna do fine. She's gonna do. She's gonna find her little click. But like you brought up, she's gonna be so busy, she's not gonna really have time to worry about any of the other stuff. Yeah, she's, she's but she's soaking up the culture of the town, and it's a really cool little town, dude. Like they have this direct path. It seems like it's far away, but it's really not that far away. Uh, the campus has this direct path built from the campus into town. So it goes through all the neighborhoods, stays out of oh, the traffic and that. everything like that. I did not yeah. know that. So she's constantly going into town and checking it out. It's, it's a really cool little place, man. They got good food there. They it's got a like nice a little, campus. I lo- I've been there once. It was a really nice campus. It's a very nice campus. It's actually one of the biggest UC campuses in the country, which I did was not, not aware. That. I did not know that either, Steve. I imagine the only bigger one is UCLA. I think it might be bigger than UCLA. Do you think so? I think. Don't Don't hold me to it, but I think it might be. This is all hearsay from my daughter. Oh, no, no doubt. And I, it's just beautiful. I, how, how good do you feel that your daughter, I mean, you're all your kids, like you, both your kids are, are successful. It feels good now. They're both on their feet handling business. Handling things, dude. Yeah. It's good. How, yeah, dude, you've done a good job. You should feel sorry. You should feel good for yourself, especially like Ben has his own job. I mean, dude, there's a lot. He has a job. He goes to the job. He's there on time. Come on. Oh, he's man. doing 40 a week, man. Eight to five. Jeez. I might have to hook him up uh, because uh, Maj put in for Dash Bros. I'm like, I should hit up Ben. He's not on that side of things anymore, but that's just. He's, what? I don't, I don't know if people give a shit about this, but no, he's not. He does more like the maintenance stuff. now. He's not the guy out there. Hey, how can I caffeinate your day? Good. Awesome, they do, bro. They do too much, dude. You want what? They do too much. Chai? Awesome, bro. Yeah. But he's dude, not that guy. He was. too calm. Did he not like doing <laughs> No, they, I think they really do kind of want you to have that affect, which is weird. It's, like, is there is there an in-service for that? I didn't ask him. It's a ridiculous thing, dude. Sometimes you're not in the mood, which is why I've never gone back. I didn't like their coffee, but I've never gone back because it's just too much. Sometimes I like to just go to the start. Like, Shaw 99 Starbucks is the best Starbucks in town because you're it will have a line of 20 people and they're you're up to the window in a They're like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's yep, go. I know. Why did it I take mean, so long at the other ones? I don't know. It's ridiculous, dude. (laughs) It is ludicrous how long those Starbucks take. I'm like, there's only two people in front of me. And I'm like, and then I think, oh, they must have ordered 18 drinks. Nope. They hand out and then have the nerve to hand out the drinks and have a conversation. I'm like, if you're that slow, no, no, no. That's what I was going to ask you. Does it piss you off when you see them talking? Oh, dude. Because, you know, I was thinking like when I'm not being a dick, I'm thinking that they're probably just. They're stuck because they're not making the drinks. They're yes. just taking the money. So it's kind of yes. like standing on stage because the queue hasn't happened or something Absolutely. like that. You know, but at the same time, it's like, you know what? Don't because it looks like you're not doing shit from three cars behind. And No, I get mad when they hand them the drinks and stay there for a while talking. That's when I'm just like, oh, you're going to. Uh, if you're quick, I have no problem. Then have a conversation after you've done the drinks. Like a Sean 99. Have a conversation, have a ball because you guys are so fast. But once you hand out those drinks, it's been sl- and you've been slow and you still have the conversation. No, 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 no. That's why I only go to Shaw ninety nine. I mean, they're just it. The, the the how rapid they are, bro. It is mind. It is mind blowing, dude. Welcome to Starbucks. We don't give a fuck. Can I help you? 
Dude. And one dude was like, hey, you got soy in your drink? Yeah. He's like, oi. Uh, lactose intolerance? I'm like, yeah, G. He's like, me too, man. Oh. Me too. I was like, yeah. Get me my drink. I'm on my way, man. But I yeah. Thought he, I thought he was going to clown you because you were oh, doing soy or something like that. Dude, so many people have lactose intolerance. It's, it's out of this world. I'm, you're probably going to develop it. One I have it already. Come on, man. I told you. I only drink oat milk. Oh, is that why you do oat milk? I only drink oat milk. Yeah, because it fucks me up. Everything else makes me all... <laughs> Oh, gurgly and whatnot. I thought you could drink milk. Come I can still eat ice cream, though, but I, I can't drink milk. Same with me. It's weird, because, I mean, I'll just drink a little bit of milk, and it's all like... Oh, for sure, dude. What have I done? What have I done? That would be... That would be the greatest prank on you if I'm like, hey, Dan, I brought you Starbucks to the job, man. Here you go. Have a good day. Holla. Holla at your boy. Yeah, have some milk up in that piece. So what's been up with you, man? Um... It's, uh, let's see, what has been going on with me? Nothing really, uh, shoot, nothing. Absolutely, wonderfully. Awesome. Just, it's, it, to just keep, it, things are going very, oh, you know what? I got rejected for the first time in my life. Rejected? Not in how? my life. Um, I submitted a song for a commercial and TV spot. And they were like, No. Dear sir, this sucks. Thank you for your. Like, what kind I was said, it? A jingle or? I don't know what they did. It was just a. The, they said they were looking for this sort of song, and I, I submitted. And I was like, "What is this feeling I have?" And I said, "Oh, this is a feeling of total rejection." Can I hear the song? Oh, dude, I don't. It's on my. Come computer, on, man. no, no, it's Come not on. a song like singing. It's I a, know. No! It's like a, like like a bed, right? I'll send it to you. Send it to me right now. Let me play it. I want to see That's if I can put a commercial on it. Like, let me see if I can do something with it, is what I'm saying. You probably could. but Let's the, try it the, out, man. I, I am not going to send this, especially the thing that got rejected. Oh, it, come it, like, on. I was like, I'm deleting it from every part of my life. Why are you so upset about this? Like, you know, people get rejected all the time. Someone has to get this desired position or whatever, you know, what have you. So it's like not everyone can do it. I know, but it's easier to be like, like say I get rejected from our job. Yeah. I know why I got rejected because someone else has been there longer. Oh, that's why. I still would have done a better job. It's just they got, they Come were on, there. Let long. me hear the song, please. That's not, it's gone. I deleted it. You're lying. I deleted it from my computer. So I was very, it? I, this whole week I was very, 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 very bad. Like, too bad. Like I could have done something with it, man. Like vengeance was in my brain, and then I, I, I got. I, oddly enough, I found this podcast on rejection, and they're like, "Are you feeling vengeful?" I was like, "Holy cow, I am!" They're like, yeah, you're human. That's what you feel when you get rejected. <laughs> like, you would have been like, "I shall show them all." They're like, "Yeah, don't feel that." <laughs> you're like, you know what? It's just, just move on, do your thing. You'll be fine. Everyone gets. And um, they started telling a story about a uh, obviously. And the uh, uh, an actor that was she, she talked about how many times she's been rejected in the television industry. She's like, if you can't handle, she got. I think she said like a hundred and a hundred and seventy before she got like a little bit part. And she's like, yeah, it sucks, but that's just you kind of gotta just keep going because they'll tell you, oh, you don't have the look, and you walk out thinking, what does that like? Am I ugly, or is it just like I don't have the what? And she's like, you just gotta get used to that thing. Maybe be, maybe diet a little bit before you come in next. Oh jeez, I couldn't deal with. It. I if I I if I thank the Lord I didn't want to get into acting. I would probably end up with a trench coat and just walking <laughs> into every agency acting a daggone fool because 
it sucks. And especially when it's like three different spots and I just went and I just deleted everything until again, I got on the, you know, I checked out the podcast and um, it's actually, uh, it's nothing but rejection. It talks to stars who have gotten rejected or rejected, rejected. And even people that are just in commercials that have been rejected, 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 rejected. And they're like, here's how you deal with this thing that you call. Cause the first time, dude, this sucked. <laughs> you're by your keyboard right now. You could play a little bit. It's not on my keyboard. No, I'm it's saying you, like, could, you could literally play the song on your keyboard. Oh no, it's a beat. Like it was a, it was because they what they do is they send you like this time it, they sent you a, a a track of, um, it was Anderson Pock, and they were like, hey, we want something that sounds like this, and I did something that was fire, I thought, and so it wasn't a a song. It was like a beat. It was a beat that they wanted, and I was like, man, this thing is fire. And I was like, good luck, everybody else. Why are you even submitting? Because your boy got this. Game over. Go home. And they were like, Charlie Murphy. Wrong. Mm. Wrong. That's okay, man. You know what? You're going to get, it if you keep sucked. doing stuff, guess what? You're going to get rejected more. And that's not to I discourage know, you. But this is, I think this is a good growth thing for you. Is it? It's teaching you humility. Yeah. <laughs> and humbling you down a little bit because you, you got you, you oh got, yeah it, it was you got, it little, was, they got a little ego on you man it was definitely and let me tell you one thing that did uh i was like one dude put a link accidentally instead of submitting the link to the place and it was uh i was able to see the link i was like oh let me see what he did let me tell you something bro it was fire <laughs> <laughs> up my game man because i'm so used to writing songs and singing the songs be like how is it you write for something else that has nothing to do with your style or what you listen to and they want the next one was uh, um they wanted it like one of those uh latin pop one of those things and i was like oh my yes i don't know how to do that that's what i was like i did that part and then i'm like okay well let me try to do Everything else. And then on top of that, I laid some stuff and it was fine. But I was like, yeah, this is fire too. But both of them. Oh, no, that one. Uh, uh, it. I don't even think it made it through like I didn't I didn't even want to submit it because I was like, this is it was OK, but it was nowhere. When I heard other people's, I was like, oh, this is See, it's kind of like American Idol stuff. Absolutely. And it's not even a. the thing is, I think the it's not even one of those things where you get writing for commercials and stuff. Uh, like one dude had a golf channel, you know, those little, when they're showing whatever on the golf channel, there's little bed music. Yeah. He'll get like $700 a month because they play different bed music that he had. But I mean, you have to get a lot of placements to make a living. You know what you need to do, bro, is that you need to get into the whole holding music thing. Holding music? Yeah. The music. You oh, when you're on you mean on the, the, on the phone? Yeah. Get into that. That I think that's where you the sync is sync licensing is where you uh, they'll they'll sell it to other because they'll some people if they're really good like the people that own the libraries will say hey we want to rep you exclusively we don't want you giving your mu- music to other libraries we want to rep you as an exclusive artist and uh, then they'll be able to just like push out your stuff. But some of these people that make these like beds, they're not even like musician musicians. They just have, they know how to make really good beats and put l- loops you know, and stuff. What? Yes. And they just do that. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? That's smart. Cause they're like, don't work too hard. There's money dude, in this dude. 
Oh, dude, there is there is one. Haven't you ever like, been on hold before and you hear like one of the songs and you're like, oh, I've heard this one before, and you're kind of grooving to it while you're on hold. Oh, but for sure, dude. They come for back sure. on. They're like, thank you for holding. You're like, oh fuck, I wasn't even to the good part yet. Oh, for sure. And one one guy had a story. He was like, man, I was a lawyer. I'm a lawyer now, but I was a lawyer. This is my passion. But it gets to a point where you're like, I could either go all the way. He's like 55. He's like, There's, this is my last shot. I've been doing this for years and years and years. And I finally decide to buy a keyboard, buy a computer, buy these things and be like, you know what? I'm going to go for my passion. And he got a placement. And I was actually happy for him. I was like, look at you. You went out and been like, you know what? I've been taking care of my family, my and which is good, doing a professional job. Now, I want to be able to come home, stay up till maybe three in the morning doing music and trying to get a sing. And he got a sing placement. And I was like, you know, I can't help but feel wonderful for someone who just said, I'm going for it. I think, you And you still it, have Steve. your law job, but you're like, I'm going to do this thing too because everyone else seems to be happy in this family. I'm happy too, but... I mean, I want my passion too. And I was like, this is a beautiful story, man. I think you but, need to do this, bro. I think this is going to help make your dreams come true. Financially, anyways. Making our dreams come true. Where's For me from? and you. Hey! <laughs> you know these youngsters don't know that song. Um, You know what? I still don't know what they say in the beginning. Doing it our way. No, like Scabigo, Famayo. Oh, it's a... Uh, what, what is it? It's a... Uh, uh, hold on. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hassenpfeffer Incorporated. I think that's not right. Is it Hassenpfeffer? Ha- no, no, it's not Hassenpfeffer. I'm sorry. I came out. It's shots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said Hassenpfeffer. I was like, oh, it's Hassenpfeffer. I, used to, I think I said Hassenpfeffer as a joke, but no, it's like Shots Something Incorporated. Shots, where they right. work. Shots Brewery. I don't know why I, I said Hassenpfeffer. I think I used to say that shit from uh, uh, Bugs Bunny. Bring me Hassan my Hulsen. Yeah, there was the one where he's like, bring me my Hulsen feather. But hey, you know, that's old people shit. There I go again with Dude, my, and the funny thing is my you're not pop culture yet. references that people don't know. You're very young. In the big scheme of things, so not so Jay-Z, much. Jay-Z's like 51. Yeah, but so. <laughs> What's I'm the matter? This There's lots of people who are 51. I know. And you, so you're, you got to. What's Jay-Z doing 50? these days though? Really? Being a billionaire. Yeah, but that's, that's it. Like he's already, he's already, uh, this is just like the fruits of his labor at this point. Well, you got to take into consideration, like the Beatles only recorded for seven years. So a lot can happen. If you do it, if you do it seven right. years, it's over. Yeah, it's all you need to do. You have made your, you have planted your flag. Yeah, you did it right. Like, yeah, we're the best group of all time. <laughs> See, me not so much. <laughs> That's the um, thing I Hey, do. dude, look, man, you could be the pos- the podcaster extraordinaire, my friend. That would be if I showed up every week, Steve. But this Damn. is the most I've missed since we've been recording together. You were, but I, okay, people, I'm going to tell you, I normally make fun of Dan, but I called him one day and heard him talking. It was not the same human being. (laughs) You sound, the only reason I knew it was you is because I heard Gail say stuff in the background. I was like, this doesn't even sound like Dan. My voice was gone for the most part. Gone, dude. And the scarier part, though, because I can deal with laryngitis, the scarier part was I was having trouble, like, because I was going to try and record last week. But I was having trouble where if I started speaking for any extended amount of time, I would just completely lose all breath. Oh, dude, you sound like you were jogging. I was like, are you on a jog? We were in that hotel and Jeez. we were watching something that we're going to be talking about in just a little bit. We were watching this. We, I binged the whole goddamn thing. Of course. And um, But there was one point where Gail fell asleep and I actually woke her up and I said, hey, I just want to let you know the nearest uh, emergency department is actually seven miles away and I have the things ready to go because I wasn't sure. 
I know it sounds crazy, bro. I wasn't sure if I was going to make it through the night without having to go to the emergency room. Holy like it was bad. Crap, dude. Like I was going. <gasps> that's how I was breathing. Short Jeez, little breaths. Bro. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. So anyway, I, I don't want to always like to talk about my ailments, but this one was a bitch. It was, so it, yeah, it, with dude. this and then the other stuff that was is still kind of remotely going on, it's really taken away like seven weeks of my life. So I'm glad to be back again, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to tell you right now because, you know, you guys need to be hearing me and Steve. That's that's the truth right now. Steve, he has his strengths. I have my strengths. You know what I mean? Like Steve, for instance, he's musical. He's a, he's got the gift of gab. He's got a wonderful laugh. He's charming to talk to. And he knows a little bit of, he knows a little bit about everything. You know what I'm saying? Whereas with me, I just like fart jokes and like, you That's know, not true. It's, it's kind of true. But like, you You're know, genius. I mean, I have strengths too, Steve, you know, like, I don't know, you know, that thing that like, um, that meatloaf won't do for love that one thing or like how, huh? or like how hollow notes, the thing that they can't go for. That's just my oh, specialty, yeah. Jim. You know what I'm saying? That's that's where I that's where I excel. That's my specialty. Are you more of a Hall and Oates or a meatloaf? Uh, I'd go Hall and Oates, but just don't step on my joke here. I'm just saying I'll do the dirty oh, my thing. Man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, What's the like, dirty thing? It's none of your fucking business, Steve, and you'll never know. I genuinely was asking. I thought thought you were going to be like, oh, it's this because I know the song so well. I didn't know the song that well. Yeah, it's okay. I was just I was see. I'm a little out of practice. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants, as they say. Right now. <laughs> that's you know what they do say. That you know what else they say? What's that? They want to hear the contact information. Uh, problem with that, I. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, no. Did I catch you off guard? You, it's not that you caught me off guard. It's that I have two different uh, soundboards, right? Oh, and the soundboard with that with all of the contact info stuff on it. Since iTunes stepped their game up with another uh, iOS. Like I can't access it anymore. Mine messed up too. They won't accept. They didn't accept my login for like a long time, dude. Yeah, yeah. So I'm having some issues, but I mean, I can give you all the rundown real quick. It's just not. Sure. Gonna be, it's not gonna have that wacky feel like it normally does. You know what I mean, no one gives a shit. I know this for a fact. Contact information is as follows, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at Gmail dot com. That is Heroes of Noise Podcast at Gmail dot com. Pause for breath. Still out of breath. <laughs> i'm serious man as soon as i start talking fast uh on twitter you can hit us up at heroes of noise you can reach me dan dan uh, excuse me dan at dan q public and steve at se underscore hudson music go to www.heroesofnoise.com and there you can get all of our shows i admit i haven't really been putting too much work into the website lately but you know what it's still a wonderful website it's lovely and we're happy to have you so go and check it out over there and there you can subscribe to our show if you haven't yet maybe you're new maybe this is your first time listening you know what go back and listen if you we've been better but this one's going to be good i promise you but go ahead and do that and then uh you know you can do it all from the website so thank you very much and we'll go ahead and move along blah 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 dan yes sir about a week ago we talked two weeks ago i Mm. think yes and you had made an interesting purchase. Mm, and I yeah. wanted to talk. And here's the thing. This is something that I've seen on like documentary, you know, random like National Geographic crap. Yeah. And Dan is like, oh, I have one. National Geographic. What you seeing that on National Geographic? Dude? No, is it maybe like the History Channel? Uh, it might be the History Channel. Everyone has they- one now, really. Dude, it's, not, it's not as uncommon as you think. Maybe not as uncommon as you think, but I would say maybe... A small percentage of people have what you have. Will you tell the audience what we're talking about? Oh, it's the, my 3D printer. Is that what you're referring to? Look at this to? guy. Look at this guy, man. Look at. Well, no I just deal. thought you would be interested in knowing about it because you tend to you think I like really expensive things. You and do weird stuff. This is just <laughs> you do. 
I'll be honest with you. Like I'm still having trouble truly justifying my purchase, (laughs) 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 but it just depends on how you look at it. Okay. Okay. So because really it could be one of the, like, I don't really think I'm going to get into the whole point of um, like, I'm going to make money off of this. I'm going to sell stuff. I'm not, that's just not me. And I don't have the time to do that between work the podcast and my life. I just don't have time to start an Etsy account and just print shit for days and days <laughs> on it. Etsy. You know what I mean? That's dope. Yeah. But, um, I, it's fun though, dude. Like it's just, it's very hip. It's, it's like hypnotic to watch this thing print. And, uh, you're, I'll just say this, Steve, you're going to benefit from it. Hey, soon. very, very soon. I think. Oh, I, I, I hesitate to even say that now, just in case something fucks up, but, Let's just say I have you in mind right now. Matter of fact, my that. my my uh, current major um, project. This is going to be my first project where I go from printing to like okay, I'll, I'll break it down to you. I just won't tell okay. you what it is. Here we go. So like you know you you have something that's called an STL file, and what that is is that some very artistic person has made a three D model in digital form that you can download and take the credit for basically. And you just nope. put this thing in and, and then you have to run it through what's called a slicer where it's like it'll show you each individual layer as it's being printed. And then like it'll tell you, oh, hey, you know, you've got some overhang here. You have to think about it like in 3D as if you're like watching this thing go. You okay. know, if it's something I'm trying to think of something I could like tell you. Let's say, um, you know, that uh, that anatomy guy, like the the uh, the picture of human anatomy with the dude and he's, he's got his arms out. And his Absolutely. legs out. You know what I'm yes. talking about? Uh-huh. Okay, so let's just say you were printing that and it was vertical, right? The hands, if you can picture the hands being spread out like that, they're basically yes. just in midair, right? Yes. So you can't print in midair because it'll just like fall. So what you have to do is create these little supports and stuff. Anyway, what I'm saying is you have to put a little bit of work in first before. I don't want to bore people with it, but you have to put a little bit of work in first before you can actually print this thing. And then... um. Like the first printer I got was an absolute shit printer. It's a really good printer, but I got like a broken one. Uh-huh. So I, I couldn't do anything with it where this one is just like plug and play and you're good to go. So I've been printing some really cool shit. Um, so when you, you do this, you, you, uh, you print it out uh-huh. and then it takes, depending on how big it is, you can print it. If you have a big enough printer, you can print everything in one size. Yes. Like in, in other words, like in, in a, as a single piece, mm-hmm. whereas mine's a little bit smaller. So I had to like digitally cut it up into sections, right? So just I'm just gonna tell you the work I'm putting in for you, Steve. So I, this thing was, I, I mean, I didn't design it, but it is uh, cut up into eight individual sections, right? Okay. Once they were printed, I then what they call is uh, 3D welding, where you I have this little 3D pen, and Look you 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 uh you basically weld it together, like you know you just it's the same temperature that melts the pl- the plastic, so you put more plastic over it, and I didn't do the best job there because it's the first time, so. I have a little bit of post-processing to do where once it's all put together, then I sand it, primer it, paint it. Jesus, Dan. Yeah. But I like to do that shit, though. That's the thing. Is this in your garage? Uh, Yes. Oh, he has a workshop now. I got a little workshop. <laughs> a workshop going on there. Do you have the, the steel? You have the, the big old uh, face shield with the little window? Got, I got some front. safety goggles. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> is got, so I've got a, uh, I got an N95 mask with a vent, you know, because you don't oh, want to be, because I have a Dremel, Steve, so, you know, because you got to sand and you, you take stuff down. Guy. You have the big leather, like, body, uh, the you know, the it looks like a butcher's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go see the neighbor man to see if he'll make us a sword. No, no, I'm not going that far. And the thing is, is that it's like to, because I want to have, 
multiple projects going just to keep me busy. I really okay. enjoy doing that kind of stuff. And mostly right now, it's just going to be people benefiting from it by me giving them things. But there's like this whole other side to it where you use a program called, was it uh, Fusion 360, I believe, where I don't have an engineering type mind. But, you know, you can actually make useful things in your house, replace That's things. Dope. Oh, this part broke on my car or whatever. I'll just fuck it. I'll just print it instead of going to buy a new one. You can do that kind of stuff. That I just, dope, I'm just dude. not there yet. So right now it really is me just doing like I, um, my daughter's friend. He wanted a, a Chris knife from the new Dune movie. So I got that printed out. And I'm printing. Holy I'm like, cow! I'm like sanding that one down this weekend. I got that's going to be the first thing I do. I got to sand this thing down and and finish it. I don't know if I'm going to paint it for him, but who, who cares? But and then, you uh, can make like a Halloween mask for Halloween, can't you? Oh yeah, dude! I could make like straight up like Marvel masks and shit if I wanted to. Oh dude, you're yeah, you're good. This is an actually good purchase. It's just you- fun. It's just fun. But the problem is, is that if you don't, because I had to kind of practice a little bit, right? So I ended up with a bunch of little stupid things all over the house that I eventually just threw away. Because there's like little calibration things that you print. And if it comes out nice, you know, you're good. But if not, then you can kind of figure it out. But like, uh, what else have I done so far? It's just shit that's not really going to serve me any purpose other than bringing someone joy. My buddy, Matt, it's his birthday. Was it yesterday was his birthday? And I, it's in the mail right now. But I printed a, uh, it's an all gold, like a Eddie from Iron Maiden. It's like about, oh, it's about eight on, inches, man. eight that's inches dumb. tall. And it's from the Power Slave album. So he'll dig that. You know, it's little things like that, right? But it's fun, dude, and I, I'm kind of the printer's constantly running. It's just you got to be careful because you can totally end up being like the hoarder of 3D print stuff, where there's just a bunch of fucking plastic all over your house with no use for it, and that's what I'm trying to avoid. Yeah, I mean, here's what I will say: that this is sounding really freaking cool. It's cool. I, I would love to show you. You know what I mean? You should come over and check it out when you're not afraid. That dude. junk looks freaking. I mean, it seems freaking insane. Because in my brain, it's this massive machine. But I don't think it's that. No, it's like, um, hmm. it's probably like two and a half feet tall. Oh, it is a big machine. And the the build plate is like, uh, what is it? 250. It's because it's like an X, Y, and Z angles. Uh, or planes, rather. So I think, was it 250 by 250 by 265? It's not that big, dude, really. I don't How much know. does it weigh? I'd say probably 20, 25 pounds tops. I imagine you're on like Reddit forums. Dude, I got so many forums and and (laughs) Facebook groups and all kinds of stuff. Of course. I got this one called it. It's called an Anycubic Viper. Anycubic is the brand and Viper is the model. And they've been around for a while, but this one just came out this year. And it basic, there's this other printer called an Ender 3. This is probably so boring to people, but there's a printer called it. There's a printer called the Ender 3 that basically is like the, um, hey, copy me, like take this model and just improve on it. So everyone always kind of works around the Ender 3 platform because that's like the most user-friendly one. This one basically is like an Ender 3 on steroids, and it does everything that I need it to do. And it's oh, other than just being nice, a little big. dude. Are you looking at the Viper? I'm looking at the Ender 3. Oh, man. Why, why are you doing that, Steve? You're supposed to look at the Viper. Oh, the Viper. Hold on. Let me look at the so, Viper. Well, since you're at the Ender 3, <laughs> take a look at it, and then you see how they have like this, uh, this box that's next to it that's like a control. Yes little situation going on uh-huh. like your little control board now look at the the uh any cubic viper let me see oh nice so it's got that box Holy is now crap you spent that much money on this thing <laughs> probably not i don't know what you what the price it is, says twenty nine hundred dollars no 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 not even close oh, okay you're looking at the wrong one okay. viper v y p e r v y p okay i put the normal spelling of viper Understandable. 
Oh, that is dope, dude. Oh, you have your little control thing on the side too. Yeah, but see how it's like a kind of like a like an iPhone or something. Yes. So it's just cleaner. Everything's cleaner and it works really well. This is really dope, dude. It's fun, man. Seriously, I think you're gonna like what I'm doing for you. Hey, one of them has a cold little like uh, horror glove in the like as a display underneath. That's pretty dope. Jim. A horror glove. Yeah, like a glove, like a monster hand that it printed. And dude, it's like a big monster hand too. I was thinking, I'm like, what could I do for Steve that he'll like? Because I know you're so picky. I'm really not. You really are. And, the, and I'm still going like, are you going to go, oh, this is great. Here you go, Mosh. I'm still wondering if no. that's going to be the case. I'm going to. The thing is, dude, I'm, I, like, I am genuinely, genuinely like flabbergasted by this thing you just got. It's pretty. I mean, I didn't see it happening. I didn't know that that was going to be a thing you were going to start doing. That's why I'm so shocked. I've been obsessed with these since the first time I saw one. And I just was like, I'm going to wait until the price is right. And the price was right. And now, it, now do, do any of your friends like uh, any of your buddies have one? Uh, Eric Marable has one. Who else has one? Mark Buskin has one. These are all friends on the uh, group. They're all like, uh, you know, leftover army friends. And then uh, who else has one? As far as friends go, that's about it. But they do like they like hit you up and be like, hey, you should try this. No, I was more like hitting them up at first and probably bugging the shit out of them because the first one I got was a lemon. So no matter what oh. they said to do, I would do it and then shit would fuck up. And I know like I get it. I mean, I understand there's like a learning curve, oh, but I'm also not an idiot. So I know yes. that this thing was just fucked up. It's yes. just one of those things. I just got a messed up one. But I got so frustrated with it that I just fuck it. I'm done. So I ended up getting like uh, Eric has the one that I'm referring to. Uh, Mark has the Ender three, and I ended up going with the Ender with the one that's like the Ender three, that any cubic. Dope. You know, Marcus, she, you, you're gonna have a lot of fun coming up here. I mean, you could even like if you were in your car and you said, "I need a iPhone holster," you could just build it. Exactly. My oh, my friend Jeremy has one too. He has an Ender three, and uh, he's an, in, an actual engineer, so he's constantly doing shit. Like, because there's different types of plastic you can use. Um, the one I use is called PLA. It's kind of like your beginner's plastic. But the problem with it is, is it's got a uh, like a low heat resistance. So if you leave it in your car in the summertime, it's going to melt. But they oh. have this other stuff that they it's called PETG. And don't ask me what it stands for. That stuff's heat resistant. That's the kind of stuff where you can actually, you know, replace a part on your in your, you know, under your hood or something like that. So oh, anyway, that's dope. But he has a Tesla and he designed this like. I can't really explain it, but it's cooler than it sounds. It's like this, uh, it's for earbuds, but it's like fixed to his dash and it's got like the Tesla emblem on it. Everything he did, he designed. Oh, he's doing the most. It looks really nice though. It looks like it came with the car. That is really cool. I mean, because I I would imagine like if I was, if, if something broke, like, hey, my washer broke and it's like, Oh, you need this whatever. Instead of going to Home Depot, I'll be like, I can just print yeah. it out. It might take a couple hours, but I'll just get it for essentially for yeah, free. Yeah, I'll just watch a movie. I don't have to leave. Yeah. For a few cents, I can do this. You know, a few cents on the dollar, I can build this thing. Totally. Oh, that's on, what man. that kind of stuff's for. I just, I'm not quite there yet. Dude, I, in my brain, there are so many different things. Because like, I would probably make a laptop cover of whatever emblem I wanted. I would make theater hold, or um, uh, my speaker holders i would also make like a thing that holds my uh if i put an uh my flat screen on my wall and the wires go in the wall and out i would hold i would create something that holds my cable box up against the wall dude i would go crazy it's fun man i'm telling you like yeah! if, you, if you get an idea let me know and then we can like design it together and i can just show you online what i'm doing and you can get it it's, it's pretty crazy that you know how to do this dan you're, pretty, I, you're i'm learning how to do it 
I'm very good at like, oh, I can download this file that I paid for. Like, so I'll pay for some files and other ones are free. But it's like, I don't think that everything should be free because these people are putting their time and effort dude. into making these. I'm, dude, I'm serious. Like these fuckers are artists. Some of the stuff. Absolutely. And it's trial and error too. They probably made it. Didn't yes. work. They had to redesign it. So yep. now you just have the perfect thing That's without all exactly the trial it. and error that they You'll did. see that. It'll be like update. Use this one now because whatever. There's all this stuff. That's beautiful. All this dude. terminology that I'm still learning about. And it has to do with like layer thickness and the speed and the temperature. All that kind of stuff. But it's, it's really, really cool. It's pretty and freaking I'm, dope. And I'm hoping you're going to dig what I'm doing for it. I am, dude. Let me just go, go ahead and ruin those. Gigantic those sex toy. Big sex toy. Mm. Big butt plug. With my oh, face. Wow. My face oh, on the wow. tip. Yeah. Interesting I just, just want to be up in there. <laughs> with H-O-N on the part that sticks out of your butt. So, you know, <laughs> the brand. Yeah. <laughs> People be like, I'll say, oh, what is the name of my podcast, you ask? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tie my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, I've heard that one. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. Well, Dan, that's awesome. Thank you for telling everybody about your wonderful 3D. No problem, Steve. I'm happy to do it, buddy. I'm going to tell you right now, they're more interested than you think they are. Uh, You know what? I say everyone get one. It's dope. And then we can all share files and stuff. And it's pretty cool. Well, then again, that kind of takes away from the artistic uh, paying the artist. But hey, you know what? What they don't know won't hurt them. Random question, and yeah. you don't have to answer this if you don't want. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is the who is a listener that you think would be like, oh, you need to get this? Wait, what do you mean that a listener that I'm yes. telling they need to get it? Yeah, you're like, oh, this person um, would love this thing. I th- honestly think the people that are into them already have them. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. I mean, I think like I know a lot of the listeners that have like. Uh, they have. They like to collect the stuff. I don't know if they necessarily like making the stuff. Oh, because that would make sense. Like I'm like, oh, I I could just print out every single Marvel mask and put it on my wall in my you know whatever. Liter- you place. literally could. That's what, that. It seems like everyone would want that then instead of having to buy it. It's just a lot of work, man. Yeah. Depending on again, depending on the size of your printer, like. If I had the larger printer, I could have just hit the button and it just builds this thing in one piece and I'm good to go. But in the case of the way I have to do it, I actually have to put it all together, which isn't that big of a deal. I kind of like that. Yeah, dude, you're well, congratulations on your purchase. I mean, you, you, you now, I mean, hitting, hitting buy, hitting the buy button. I do that a lot. (laughs) Hey, look, dude, let me tell you something. Ever since I found out Amazon will deliver your food from Whole Foods. And I don't have to go anywhere. Wait, wait, wait. Um, what? Oh, they, really? Amazon. Yeah, you go to Amazon that? Prime. You go to Whole Foods on Amazon Prime, and you'll be like, "Hey, what time do you want the delivery for your food?" You just add them to the bag and be like, "What time do you want us to deliver?" Oh, so it's like Instacart, but through Amazon. It's Amazon for only through Whole Foods, though. Huh. Okay. Good to it's know. It's a problem. Good, oh, good, it's a problem. Good dude. to know. It's expensive it, though. Um, it You're is kind of bougie when it comes to your food. I only like there. There's certain uh, foods that I do want. You know, it's important to me. You know, it it sucks that I can't. You know, pre-try my blueberries because often they are terrible. But, and they never you know, pick the right ones. They really don't. They really don't. Every once in a while, like with Instacart, I'll get a guy that's like, "Hey," and he'll be or man or woman that'll be talking back and forth with me, going, "Hey, you know, these are on sale. I you wanted the eight pack." But I got you two four packs and you saved like two bucks. Like I like those people. But then you get the ones that don't contact you at all. Or something. Hey, hey. (laughs) Like wait, where's this guy from? I can't. You want the two pack? I am the the owner of the store. (laughs) 
was hiding the good bananas. But don't worry. Like, I handled it. Where did this guy from? <laughs> Sorry, I was coughing. Freaking dead. But anyway, so yeah. I have another thing I need to ask you. What's up? You're a, you're a purveyor. Would it be purveyor? Well, purveyor you're at least of, a, of, of live music. Um, purveyor? What is it a purveyor? A pur- isn't a purveyor somebody that like peddles things? I don't know. Let's see. Purveyor. Or am I wrong about that? You d- deals. You're right. A deals in particular goods. Yeah. I don't really deal with music. You're more of a purveyor than I am. Um. What do you think about it? Eh, that's I'm true. A, I'm a purveyor of podcasts. That's true. But you do like <clears throat> live music. I do, and, buddy. And here's what I will also say. You are the person I know that is just like, uh, you will talk about bands that I have never in my life heard of. And this is the day that you also have a band that I've never heard of. But they're coming to the, I don't know if you know this, but they might be um, coming to the best city in California. <laughs> why are you Why are you laughing? Fresno, California, man. I it's, love this place, G. I, I'm glad, even though you want to move. Well, I have to because, um, you know, the air. Yeah, so you don't love it. That's all I'm saying. But yes, Volk. It. I'm talking but about Volk, yeah. the band Volk. Now, I know a lot of listeners that listen to the show also listen to Pop Culture Leftovers, so Volk may sound familiar to you. But what they are, um, I believe they're from Nashville. And if I'm wrong about that, I'm really sorry. But I do believe they are from Nashville. And it's a two-person band, a la White Stripes, yet nothing like White Stripes. We have a uh, drummer who sings. We also have a guitar player that sings. Holy crap, I opened Twitter, G. What's the first? What is the First uh, marketing or uh, ad that I get on my Twitter. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Volk. No, 3D printer. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's already begun, dude. Your, your phone is listening. It could be coincidence, but that's I've never had a 3D printing I ad highly my... doubt that it's coincidence. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Anyway, I was going to tell you that yeah. Volk is comprised of Chris Lowe, who plays guitar and vocals, and then I believe it's Elliot. I think it's Reich, R-E-I-C-H, but it's drums and lead vocals. And I don't know, dude. They just got a sound that I really like. I think that their show is going to be really fun to see. Listening and watching Volk is like, um, kind of like reminds me of like going back, to, like Gail and I were watching their video uh, for a song called Cashville or Welcome to Cashville. And uh, it reminds me of like going to shows in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like being in that little club. And just watching these bands that you may not have never heard of, but they just come in and they just come like, like kick your ass. Absolutely. Like, what the hell was that? I'm going to go buy their CD or whatever. That's what Volk reminds me of. Really high energy. And they kind of refer to themselves as, as cowpunk, I guess. Uh, I'll just read you what it says. Thrash and twang duo Volk set expectations on fire with their explosive brand of cowpunk and glam rock. So what is that? I'm happy to tell you that I'm going to play some at the end of the show. I think you should check it out. Uh, I would love I actually talked with Chris Lowe recently because I wanted to make sure it was okay if we played the music on the show. And uh, Steve, I want to tell you that Volk may be coming on the show soon. What? Yeah. We're just going to talk to these folks, you know? What? Let, let them meet us. Let us meet them. Let, the, let, let our listeners meet them and, uh, you know, see what we can do. I cannot wait, man. What's this say? They've been doing the reverse white stripes. So... Why is that? So the stripe whites. The stripe whites is exactly what they're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it, dude. First try. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so should I play them now or should I play them? Let's at the end play of the them set? now. Okay. All right. Let me just set it up real quick. And I'm going to play a song called Welcome to Cashville, ladies and gentlemen. I think you're going to like it and uh, enjoy. Here we go. This is Welcome to Cashville by Volk. 
Aren't you human piles of filth? Now I got expensive taste here at Romanus Records. These white alligator boots ain't gonna buy themselves. So you get your sad boy country hockey tongue whatever your bodies out there on the road and you gonna make me some money.
one's for Waylon, and this one's for Willie, and this is for the great towns Van Sant. And good old Steve Earl, cause the judge is in his web, will he be the king of fucking Nashville? gentlemen that was volk welcome to cashville nice that's a lot of music coming out for two people right there it's a lot of sound absolutely and it's only it's only two people two people guitar and drums and vocals man that's it three people two people what's well, i'm just saying i'm saying they both do vocals but guitar and drums okay Two people. I was saying I consider the vocalist an instrument, like an instrument. The drummer is the vocalist, the main vocalist. Oh, I'm impressed. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I so she sings while playing. While playing, yes. That is really difficult to do. She's like a Karen Carpenter, is what you'd say. Pretty much is what I'm saying. She's better okay. than a Meg White, which is from the White Stripes. I don't know. That's I know harsh, you don't really man. know. There's. I'm just saying she is. She. Yeah. Uh, she just is. I'm not going to make it a bad thing. I don't know Megan. Well, it's Megan White. Then why would you? It's Meg, and why would you defend her if you don't know her? It might be Megan for the. Maybe it is. Maybe your parents call her that. But that is Volk, and that's who is coming to Fresno. So listen, I'm going to let you know. December 2nd at Full Circle Brewery. I believe it is the old, for your locals, I believe it is the old Club Fred Olympic Tavern, which if it is, I'm super stoked because shows there are awesome. It's it's going to be like a small, intimate setting. I'll be there. Uh, Gail's going to be there. I believe Neil Thollander is going to be coming down from Napa. He's going to be there for you listeners that know who Neil is, and I'm sure you do. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if Steve's going to be there, but I'm going to try and get as many people there as I can to check this show out. It'll be fun. It's on a Thursday night. I'm sure there's be some tacos around or something like that. Let's hang out. Let's have fun, man. It'll be like this kind of like get together meetup thing, but we're also going to go check out an awesome gig. That is awesome, man. That is really, really. I'm, I'm glad you actually played that song. Thank you. I'm glad I played it too. And I'm going to play another one at the end. I'm just not sure exactly what I'm playing yet. Mystery song, Steve. Going to be a little surprise at the end there. But and check them all- out. <laughs> yes. I just want to give the, their website real quick. Go to live, L-I-V-E-V-O-L-K, livevolk.com and check it out. And it'll tell you pretty much everything you need to know about them. And I think there's links to the album and all that kind of stuff, too. Thank What's you the much. history behind their name? That's a really good question, Steve. You're going to make me read right now? Never mind. I thought you, I, I honestly just thought you guys knew. That's all. Maybe I'll ask him when he, or ask them when they come to the show. Don't ask me, Steve. Exactly. Ask them. Yeah, I'm going to, I have a lot of questions to ask them. I want to know what kind of doll they use i want to know what kind of effects they put on the instrumentation i want to know all these things dan can't wait to talk to them anyway there's another live band coming out they are and i but it's the foo fighters are coming they're going to come again i'm going to see them again steve but the thing is are you going to see them 
I haven't gotten any information regarding that. Remember, they're denying all. Um, they're denying uh, a lot of vacation time because there's something happening in the world right now. It's kind of a secret thing. Seriously? Yeah. With that much time in advance? See, no, that's it, the reason why, no offense, I wanted you to go. I want to go with you. It's just that I almost bought an extra pair of tickets thinking, okay, well, maybe Steve can go. But you are so last minute about things. I didn't want to get yeah, stuck with them. I can never. And it's also, a, um, I didn't do my, well, it didn't matter because we didn't know a year ago, the annual. They're like, we have to, because you have to honor the annual request that you approved already. They have to honor those. They don't have to honor a request you put in now. All right. Enough about the Foo Fighters, though. But, it's, a, it's a week after Volk, so I'm going to have a very good week of music. Oh, I my hope, God. I bro. hope you can make it, bro, but here's know, a more man. important question, okay? Yes. Are we going to Halloween Horror Nights or not? We're going to Halloween Horror Nights. Are we for sure going? Because I'm ready. To. Like, I would literally get online right now and buy tickets. We, oh, now, are you? Okay, people that don't know, Halloween Horror Nights is a, you probably already know, but it's a really cool event that they have at um, Hollywood, uh, or at um, Universal, uh, Studios. Universal Studios, but also Hollywood in Florida, too, they do it. But um, this year, they're doing that whole, are you going to buy the le- like the legit front of the line, like special passes? Or the RIPs? Pass? I don't yeah. think I'm going to buy the RIPs, dude. It's been a, like, I had plans of buying the RIPs, but... Eesh. I just dropped a kid off in Davis and yeah, set her mine. up for you know, four years of living. And uh, yeah, mine. Uh, I, could I? Yes. Do I want to? Probably not. I think I'm good. Like I really enjoyed the time that we had last time. Well, I, but uh, are you at least going to get front of the line? Uh, if you get front of the line, I'll get front of the line. Yeah, I may not get RP, but I don't know if because I, I want to be able. We didn't hit every single house last time. Yeah, we did. We hit most of them. We missed one. Did we? Are you sure? I'm pretty I sure think the only seen. thing that we didn't see was like, uh, and I don't know if we would have, was the Jabberwocky thing. Oh, we would not have seen the Jabberwocky. Yeah, and I think that's like the only thing that we missed. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Did we go on a weekend? We went on a, no, I think it was a weekday. I want to say it was like a Friday, right? Or a Wednesday. Something like yeah, that. Because I know, um, I know like a few, I know Maj wants to go again because he said that's probably one of the most fun things he's ever experienced in his life. It's super fun. And I, I just, I really want to do it again, dude. It's so, oh, no, we're going to do it. Like we missed out on Halloween last year. All Hallows Eve. Yeah. We need to like, you know, we're always, we're always going to do our show, our Halloween show. You know what I mean? The geek out freak yeah. out. But I really enjoyed that part of it a couple of years ago. And I'm, Jeez, I can't the wait geek to- out freak out coming right. I mean, that happened fast. Yeah. I remember doing the thing where we were, uh, we were talking about our little recordings that we did. And we were like, I was like, man, you got to write something for next year. You're like, yeah, that's so far away. And here we are. <laughs> I just haven't thought of shit yet, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably do what I do. That was like literally written the morning of. That's probably that what I'll so do. That was so good. Oh, I still remember it. It, it was the, um, the cabin in the snow. Yes, that's right. Sure do. Should have called it him- that. I should have called I, it the cabin in the snow. No. And then he offed himself at the end. He did. But I don't want to ruin. Spoiler alert. I know. Maybe wow, someone man. didn't hear it. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go back and listen to uh, <laughs> what was it? It was too. Well, did we do? Well, yeah, that was last year, right? Because we were in the middle of COVID. We just couldn't really do any of the other Halloween stuff. We watched uh-huh. a shit ton of scary movies, though, which I plan on doing very soon. It's that time starting next dude. week, October 1st. It's on, dude. It's going to be all like, I think that should just be the basis of uh, our October. Just talking well, you scary know, your stuff. boy only watches scary movies anyway. So it kind of works out that way, even if they're not good. Okay, that's true. <laughs> that is very sometimes halfway through I'm like, well, I'm already it's that sunk cost theory. Well, yeah. I'm already all the way in. So yeah. I might as well just go ahead and you know what I'm saying. Listen, dude, I need to know. Like Yes. You don't have to lock a date down, but I'm serious. Are you going to go? We're go- I'm going. Okay. 
The only thing I, because I can do midweek, which is probably going to be better unless you can't get a day because you're saying you can't get days off. But uh, I might have to do the whole in October. Shibogles. It's yeah, I think it's just a boggle the fuck out of it. If I'm being honest with you, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we got <laughs> we got um, basically two weekends I can go. I just have to find out, you know, when so I can do that. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to, um, cause I know, I don't know if I told, cause I, I don't think Belle's going to be able to hang. I, I, and I want her to go, but she doesn't like, uh, satanic stuff. And I'm like, well then I already explained this man. Satanic shit is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but if she doesn't want to go, I mean, no offense. I'd love to have her there, but let's just do a repeat. Isn't Gail going? No, not she. Ain't gonna go. Oh, I thought you said that she was going to go this she year. She was going to go if, if Belle was going to go, but it's not. She can take it or leave it. Really? Right now, she's kind of like, you just go do the thing. I'm going to stay here and enjoy the house alone. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Never mind. Not alone. Well, that she might go, you know, maybe go. she'll go to Davis that weekend or something. Oh, that's true. They could have a mother-daughter weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Right, but cool. I just need to yeah. know if you're going for sure. I'm going, like, dude. Yes. I'm literally prepared to buy a ticket right now. Of course, you're always, because you have money falling out of your mouth. Yes. No, I just got a credit card that's paid off right now. So. Look at this guy! <laughs> Congratulations, man! Keeping up on my credit, man. That's okay. Trust me, I got plenty other loans and shit to worry about now. But yeah, and still doing the house search? No, no okie dokie. Just wondering. Not right. right now. Now we're to the we're to some fun stuff again. Fun stuff, indeed. Do you like what we're talking about here? Have you seen all of these? Boom. Yes. Okay. Boom. Nice. Nice, nice. Nice. Boom. Yes. And boom. Most. Then in that order. Yes. We can okay. Do it cool. In that order. All right. Well, let's start it off, man. We'll, Go ahead save, we'll save the third for the last. Okay. Fair enough. Take it away, man. So um, this last, no, it wasn't this last week, but this last month or so, uh, uh, there's been a day, the, the, what do I want to say? Because it's not a day, it was a comic before. Anyway, a show based on a comic was released. And actually, I've been waiting for this for a long time. I never list, I never read Why the Last Man. I never read it. I have one book on it, read that one, and I wanted to continue, but I didn't. And I actually used to watch a show with a guy named Dan Trachtenberg, who was actually attached to directing this, which got me super excited. I was like, I can't wait. But then something happened where it fell through. So I was always wondering if it was going to happen. And finally, the debut of Why the Last Man, they dropped the first, what, three episodes or two episodes from Jump immediately. And I watched both of those. And I'm very eager to hear from you, Dan. What did you think of Why the Last Man? I dug it. I have no familiarity with the comic. I had heard that it was a comic, and I just, I mean, I've never looked into it. I know what you mean when you get something, even if it's good and you just put it down, you never go back to it. Yes, dude, I meant to. Yeah. Um, You know, Samuro Wickmer, that's like, I believe he said this is his most, like his favorite comic ever, if I'm not mistaken. Has he read Preacher? Uh, Yeah, he's read Preacher. So it makes me wonder, do I need to go and buy this shit and just like binge it all? How dare he? I know, I know, but he's young, Steve. How dare he? <laughs> That's what I say. I mean, still, you feel that way still? I know I'm not I know we're not talking about preacher, but is it still the best? Oh, dude. That's the that's the difference. I read the first Why the Last Man volume. You went this and I preacher. was like, I'm gonna come back. With Preacher, I read the first volume and like the same day I ran looking for the second one. Yeah, I know the, the same day. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just curious because I, I'm down with what was. I mean, I've heard people say that about Invincible. You know, you have your preferences of what yeah, you like. Absolutely. Dude. So anytime that someone puts that much love into something, yes. I really want to give it, 
you know, a watch Absolutely. or a read more specifically. So, but I did watch it. I, I believe we're on episode four now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I'm really digging it, dude. I think it's a really interesting story. Uh, I like the character building. Um, I'm still not entirely sure where this is going, but <laughs> I, I enjoyed the, uh, anything that's like, I don't know if you want to call it like post-apocalyptic. It's yes. not really, I guess it's post-apocalyptic, at least for guys. That's all I'm going to say about that. I but mean, it's kind it's, of in the title. You know it's what I mean? in the title. I think it's it's not as crazy as it was if it would have been released three years ago. Now it's like, well, I can see it happening now. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But if you would have put this out, let's say you would have put this out like five years ago. I think it would be even bigger like because it's we didn't really have that much. No, you're totally right. You know what I mean? We didn't have these edgy shows that are based on comics. We didn't have a lot of them at the time. Maybe five years is a little bit of a stretch, but even let's go 10. It's going to be a completely different feel to it. But I'm really enjoying it. And I think the cast is great. I got this thing, bro, for Diane Lane. I don't know about you. Really? I've always had a thing for Diane Lane. Now Diane Lane or Under the Tuscan Sun Diane Lane? Well, I mean, come on. Yes, but. Must love dogs. Yeah, exactly. So you you clearly had a Diane Lang thing too, dude. I love must love dogs. What are we talking about? Right yeah, now? I don't know. I just think she's fine in a mug, and she still looks great. But anyway, she's a great actor too. So I'm glad that she's in it. Um, who's your favorite character? May I ask you that? I know what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So what are you gonna say? <laughs> um. Right now, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Right now, in watching this show, yeah, um, like all of them so far, I've only I'm only been two episodes in. Um, none of the none of the characters have really like stood out dude maybe the third and the fourth maybe it's gonna happen mm-hmm. but so far i'm like they're all kind of just like i'm, I'm i think maybe i'll fall in love with this show mm-hmm. maybe in the fourth episode or something but right now i'm just like i from what people are saying and for what i saw yeah i was like it's fine okay so maybe i should have <laughs> let me go back just a second yes, okay yes because yes. uh i was kind of getting there and i i sort of split things up so Getting back to what I was saying, I'm enjoying the show. I'm enjoying the casting and everything like that. But the reason that I did ask that question, and this is the truth, I'm not just like changing things up yes, for it, yes. is I'm outside of Diane Lane, who I just kind of have a thing for anyway, and and even not necessarily in this particular show, I agree with you. I feel like everyone's just kind of all on the same level right now. There's no yeah. standouts. And I'm enjoying I want to stress that again. I'm enjoying it. I do think it is an interesting plot. But that's the thing is that I feel like I should be more interested in this show than I am. Considering yeah. the fact, again, I was breaking up my sentences. Considering the fact that someone like Steven, for instance, would go so hard and say, hey, man, I believe it was Steven, would say this is like the, the best thing I've ever read. I totally 100% believe him on that. I'm just, I'm just wondering if it's uh, translating to the live action. Sometimes things don't <laughs> translate, you know? And yes. that's not to say... That this is a bad show, in my opinion. I really don't think it's a bad show, and I like everyone in it. Like uh, Olivia Thirlby, I liked her. What was she in? I liked her in Juno. I liked her in um, uh, Dread. She was in Dread. Um, oh yeah, Ashley Romans, who plays Agent Three Fifty Five. She's pretty good. Fantastic. She's yeah. great. She's good. I think. See, they're all good. I just don't see great just yet. Uh, I think the one standout to me, and it's not necessarily because of his performance. It's more of just because the character is kind of an idiot which is the main character, which is Yorick Brown, played by Ben uh, Schnetzer. 
Like he just does dumb shit all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. But yes. Like to where I just go like that's that was stupid. Why'd you do that? You know, nothing specific because it's still pretty new. I don't know how many people are watching it. But I would say if you were asking me, hey, Dan, would you recommend people watch this? I would say yes. I think it is one of the more interesting shows that are on right now as far as new stuff goes. It's just that I don't know if this is a slow burn that is going to build it to a pretty nasty head that's going to explode at the end. You know what I mean? I don't know because I have no familiarity with the story. But if someone is, like I said, again, if someone's going to go hard and be like, man, this is really, really good shit, I'm willing to believe that. And that's why I'm not out by any means. That's my thing. I, I, well, what's your rating so far? What is my rating so far? Um, I think I'm going to go 0.5 lower than what I originally was going to. But I think I'm going to go ahead and give Why the Last Man. Playing on Hulu, by the way, if we didn't mention that. I'm going to give it a three out of five missing hormone therapies. That's a fair, that's a fair. Uh, it's pretty average. You know what yeah. I mean? I think it's better than just 2.5. I think I'm just, I'm, it's a little, it's a little bit above 2.5. So three is what it's going to be. I will give so far from what I've seen, I will give it 2.75 random murders in an ambulance. Well, that was Not fucked sure. up. <laughs> what I exactly? don't know what that was supposed to. Do like, you know is what that going to come back? Was that a uh, was that a um, fire extinguisher? I thought it was a um, like some sort of one of those pans that you put all the instruments on. I didn't know what it was. I just saw silver flying and then a huge bloody gash. I don't. And here's the thing: if that doesn't come back around later on, and it can't be, it comes back around of she's saying. I have something terrible. I did something terrible. And then someone was like, it was in your past life. We got to move forward. If that's all it goes, I'll be like, well, then what was the point of killing homeboy? But if there's more, if yeah. there's like, oh, this comes back around, yeah. then I'm going to be like, okay, okay. Well, I don't know. What episode are you on two? I'm on two. I can tell you that there is another reference to it. Does it wrap everything up in a bow? I don't know. But it, she does come back to it. I'll tell you that. So it is a an important thing that happened. It's something that is revisited. I'll say that. Okay. I'm looking forward to to seeing the rest. I don't know if I'm just uh, and another thing we're going to be talking about. I'm 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 on the same thing where it's like it's fine, but I didn't get as excited as everyone is. So I I'm again I'm in. I will watch the whole thing, but I'm just not where everyone else is yet. I'm curious. Okay, it could be one of two things. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking it's number four, Steve. But don't tell me. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, so uh, you gave it a, what was it? A 2.75? 2.75. Yes. All right. That's why the last man on Hulu and it's, what's it playing on uh, FX? Yes. Yes. You can watch it on FX on Hulu next day. I just like Hulu. It's all, everything's there. They're doing their thing. Now they're not quite on HBO max level yet, but they're good. That's true. But is it me or has HBO max been slipping a little bit lately? Um, I think they're actually, I think they're actually doing well. I think they're actually doing well. They're doing, they're doing good, especially with, uh, you know, different shows coming out about to show up again. Yeah, I'm in, man. I'm in. Hey, I wasn't really prepared to talk about this one, but I just thought about this right now. Have you seen a show on HBO Max called Fast Foodies? I've never even heard of it. Check it out. It's just these three chefs. It's a cooking competition, but they have different people on to judge them. So it's not like they have just one judge all the time. And you know how like a lot of these shows, you'll get people that you're watching them and you're like, well, they must be famous. But I've never fucking heard of this person, and they're acting a little too famous. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like those, Absolutely. Those, yes. those, they have a lot of those kind of guests on it. But they have okay. like, uh, uh, they got Gata. Gata is a host on one. Basically, what the show's about is that they take um, fast foods, Carl's Jr., Kentucky Fried Chicken, Domino's, uh-huh. whatever, and they try to, they'll pick like one th- 
you know, like one menu item. And then the three chefs, there's two competitions. The first round, the chefs will try to replicate that best they can for the judge. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to see which one is the, you know, the best one. But obviously they're always, cause they're like actual chefs that own restaurants and stuff. So they're always trying to go a little too foo-foo with it sometimes. And really what they're looking for is like the, the closest. So like if you get a Wendy's sandwich and it's a little bit dry consistently, if you're cooking a sandwich that's better than that, you may not necessarily win because they want it more like the actual sandwich. Does that make sense? Okay. It's interesting. It's, it's good if you like that kind of shit. But the second competition, they take the same menu item and they will, they will like remix it basically. So now it may not be a beef item or something. It might be done with fish or something. But they just they try their best to like make this kind of like fancy remix of, of like, I don't know, take like the Western bacon cheeseburger. I don't know. Just pick something. And, and that's what they do. They try to remix it. And still have like the essence of the burger, but it's not necessarily the burger. It's funner I, than it sounds. I'm in. I'll check it out. I like the guest. I think you'll dig it, man. I just uh, I wasn't prepared to talk about it, but it was something that we started watching. We got home uh, last week from Davis, and we just threw something on. And it's one of those shows where you just put it on. And you're thinking, oh, I'll just whatever. I'll watch an episode, and then the next thing you know, you're like done with it. It's one I've of those. done that before. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So check it out. Mm-hmm. It's called Fast Foodies HBO Max. Uh, will I rate it? Yeah. Why the fuck not? I'm gonna go ahead and give it a. I'll give it a. 2.75 out of 5 chalupas, Steve. <laughs> I, don't even know I used do. to like the chalupas. I don't even know if they do chalupas, but they do something Taco Bell related. <laughs> That's dope. So what else have you been watching, Dan? Dude, all right, listen. You know me in anime, right? Like, uh-huh. I just, we're, we're uh, strange bedfellows. We don't necessarily, yes. every once in a while, we might uh, uh, tangle in the sheets. But for the most part, we tend to stay away from each other. This is probably not going to be news to anyone, but I have fallen in love with a show that my daughter turned me on to. She was like, this was her thing. She She's really into it. She wanted me to watch it with her because I got sick. I couldn't watch the whole thing with her. So I'm on, there's four episodes, excuse me, four seasons and I'm on mid season three right now. I'll tell you the name of it in just a second, but I got to tell you that this particular show may have ruined anime for me, dude, because what? It, listen, I'm obviously not the authority on anime, right? Yes. But when I watch anime, the things that tend to stick out to me and maybe not necessarily in a good way are usually like dubbing. I tend to watch all of my stuff dubbed. Yes. Sometimes there's a lot of overacting going on with the, you of know course. what I mean? Lots of, of franticness and just like, a lot of, ah! exactly. Yeah. Why are you uh-huh. yelling? And yes, it's there, but it's not there in a bad way in this. Uh, I just think that this particular story is so well written and it's so complex. And it's one of those stories where it's like, it gives me tons of like, Oh shit. I have now I have another question of what's going on. And somehow if you just take your time, every question seems to get answered. Mm-hmm. I think this sets the, I mean, someone's probably going to go, no, that's bullshit. It's this. But for me, out of everything I've seen so far, I think this sets the fucking gold standard for anime. And I'm not even going to go into, I know there's like different types of anime and everything. I'm speaking from a guy that doesn't watch it a lot. What I'm referring to is just a few years old, but I'm sure most of people have seen it, and it's Attack on Titan. I'm watching that on right now on Hulu as well. <laughs> Bro, I fucking love Attack on Titan. <laughs> I really think good, it is dude. so dope, and it's just like, it's such an original story. I think it was written by a kid that was like 19 years old or something Jeez. like that. And that's there's just a lot of story going on in this, and it's just... um. It just never seems to stop answering its own questions, which can be a problem with some shows. You know, sometimes you like, let's take Lost, for instance. And I, I know you didn't watch that, but we left Lost with a lot of questions like we're never going to get this answered. They just closed the show down. That's it. Now I've got all these questions so far. 
like with my daughter, because I try not to do that. I'll be like, well, why is this happening? Are we going to find out later? But sometimes this shit had me so intrigued. I would do that. And she would just like put her hand up and be like, it'll get answered. And sure as shit, it did. I fucking love it, dude. I love the idea of the Titans. I'm not going to say like for people that haven't seen it, what the Titans are, where they come from or anything, because again, you will get these things answered. I'm in the season three and I'm currently getting this answered right now. I guess you could say, I'll just tell you that the Titans are like these really super tall humanoids that do some serious damage. They're basically just predators and that's all I'm going to say about them. But at the moment, when you first start watching it, no one knows where they're coming from. They're just this huge mystery. And uh, the first two seasons, you're really focused on these Titans. Season three so far, I have yet to see a Titan and it's just more about like filling in the backstory. And I think we're getting to where they're coming from now, their origin and stuff, but I'm fully into this shit, dude. I'm like hypnotized by this show. It's what I've been watching the most. It is horrifying. It's so good. <laughs> it is like the way that they, they explore, uh, they show the sheer size of these things. Yes. They depict the mass of these creatures is like, Oh my God. God, that is a humongous thing. I like it. I remember, I remember when I was watching it, I forgot who got me into it. I just heard so much about it. And I was like, man, this is the first few episodes. I'm like, it's good. But man, when they show up, bro, <laughs> I'm a problem, like, dude. What? <laughs> There'll be times where you just see their like weird teeth through a hole. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. And the way that they smile and you're like, man, this is. Whoever made these creatures, it is really horrifying. That's the thing. And they all look different. Some of them look like like toddlers versus yes. adults. Some of them are like, like there's this one hairy, have you seen that hairy beast with the small I head? I have, yes. That thing's horrifying in itself, you know? But yeah, they all look different. There's different types of titans. There's certain titans that I won't talk about, but they're, the way that they manifest is pretty dope. Uh, but the story, dude, the story is there, though. And the characters yeah, are super intriguing, like Hanji. It's fucking super like funny and interesting. You got Levi, you got Aaron Yeager. I'm not going to name all the, all the names of these characters, but like Aaron Yeager, who's like kind of like the star of attack Titans is kind of one of the most annoying characters ever. Yet he's super important and vital to the whole story. But yeah, dude, I'm way, way into this shit. Love it. What's your rating so far? You know, I, I, uh, I, I thought about this and I'm dead serious. I'm going to go ahead and just go full on fanboy on this shit, dude. I'm giving it five out of five bitten. Holy crap. I fucking love it. Like it's like, I'm telling you, I think it's ruined anime for me. Send me something better than that. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist, but if you're listening and I know there's anime fans out there, send me something better than attack on Titan. Cause I, I don't know if it exists, but I want to see it. If that's the case, is that anime or manga? Or, I mean, anime or that other thing they Well, see, it. that's why I said I'm not all familiar where I know all the different ones. But I think, it, well, I know they have, like, the manga uh, books. So, I think, is it, like, I don't know. I mean, I've never yeah, claimed manga, to be. Yeah, manga, okay, okay. Uh, but I'm saying there's not a, there's a thing between anime and there's another yes, thing. But I, either way, I call everything that I watch. Because I was like, oh, I love this anime. And someone's yeah. correct me, but like, well, technically. That's what I do, too. I'm sure, yeah, I'm not the authority on this I'm not that guy. But. I'm willing to be if you can find stuff that's entertaining like this. I know there's good shit out there. It's just that, um, I don't know, man. I have yet to see anything that has me this intrigued. Out of anything anime that I've watched, again, I'll just use that term, anything else that I've watched like that, I have not been this intrigued on it. It's fucking beautiful. Oh, yeah. The so art is go. like the, the, the animation itself is beautiful, but like, like I said, the dubbing is not bad. It's not like overacting. Now, on occasion, you'll get a little bit of it, but it's just, it's so watchable. So fucking good. 
That's all. I'm glad you liked it, man. I like it too. All right. So this next one is one that I'm very, very excited to hear your views on this show. Dan, we're talking about Reservoir Dogs. Tell me what you thought. Not Reservoir Dogs, Reservation Reservoir, Dogs. Reservoir, Reservation Dogs. Yeah, Why did I got, say Reservoir Dogs? Because there's a movie called Reservoir Dogs, Steve. Oh, you know what? I'm one of the few people that didn't really dig that movie. I'm not sure if I did to this day, to be honest with you. It was fine. Like, it people was, were going bonkers over there, that There movie, are some Jay. very memorable scenes in the movie, but the movie, and we're not even talking about Reservoir Dogs, but no. uh, the, the, there are some very memorable scenes in the movie. It's not necessarily the movie as a whole. No, dude. Yeah. But anyway, Reservation Dogs. Dan, what'd you think? Comedy series about four Native American teenagers growing up on a reservation in eastern Oklahoma. Uh, creators Sterling Harjo and guess who? Taika Waititi has some involvement with this. And it stars Devery Jacobs, uh, DeFaro Wunatai, Lane Factor. And then who is the one? I got to give her credit, dude, because she's good as shit on this. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paulina Alexis, who plays mm-hmm. Willie Jack in the show. So... I kind of have a feeling by the comments that you made that you're not going to be as into this show as I am. I'll tell you right now, I really enjoyed it. But the reason that I enjoy this show is that uh, for the most part, I believe that the writers are all Native American. And it's going to be coming season two. That's actually going to be the case straight across the board. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate the fact that they because not only is it cool that they're all you know sticking together and it's um, the writing group is is true to what they're writing about. But it kind of is that it's like because when you do that, everything is real. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like all the mm-hmm. little things like like, hey, shit ass. When they say that, I, dude, I grew up in Pinedale. OK, Pinedale, California. You can Google it. It's, it's pretty depressing. But like my dad knew a bunch of Native American people. He grew up with them. So like they would always be around me as a kid. And like the way they talk and the way they joke and the way they think this shit, dude, is just in my growing up and being around these people. It's pretty fucking spot on, dude. Like, like, uh, um, Uncle Brownie. Have you, do you know who Uncle Brownie yes, is on the show? Yes. Like, dude, there's a million Uncle Brownies in Pinedale. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they, um, just the way, like, like, I don't know if necessarily the, the young, the youth side of it, because like, I never really saw all that. But as far as like the older characters go, like the sheriff on the show, like they all really fucking talk that way and think that way. And, it's just, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's just when I watch it, it's like this weird blanket of comfort for me because it reminds me of being around these people as a kid, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. So, you know, I just think that it's, um, you know, it may not be for everyone. Like, I tried turning Gail on to it, and she's like, it's fine. But she didn't get a lot of the references and stuff. And that's not to say that I get every reference. It's just that it felt very familiar to me. So I can see, you know, the way she grew up and the way I grew up are two different ways. So she didn't really have any familiarity with it. So... You know, I don't know if this is a show for everyone. I've turned a couple people onto it, and some people are like, "Hey, thanks," and other ones are like, "Yeah, it's, it's cool, but it's fine." You know, I know that a lot of people are raving about this, and I can totally see why. But I just don't know if it's going to be for everyone. That said, I love it. I love the story. I think the characters are super intriguing. Um, how far along are you in it? Have you seen every episode? I'm to the I'm to the episode where they visit Uncle. Oh, that, yeah, you yeah. got to keep going, dude. Like, I'll just say this: your boy Bill Burr turns up. That's what I heard. And you know how Bill Burr just makes everything better. Oh, dude. That's the case with this one, too. Like, I love the episode. It's a very emotional episode with Bill Burr. There is this uh, character in the background, one of the cousins and a brother to to one of the the cast members, but uh, his name is Daniel, who committed suicide. And there's always that kind of presence of him there. Like, there's this sort of a 
kind of like a depressing feeling that goes with the show, yet comedy shines through. But this, you always feel the presence of this character, Daniel, and how it affected his family and how it affected the, the four characters in this, the, the, the reservation dog, basically, which are uh, Elora Dannon, Bear, Cheese, and Willie Jack. I think they're fucking great. I, I just, uh, I can't say enough good things about this show, dude. I know it's not going to hit everyone this way, but it's hitting me just right to where I'm actually sad. Like it's over now. Like the season finale already happened and it just, I, because I was sick and binge it all so quickly, I kind of, I'm getting used to watching things week to week. So to binge sometimes it makes me go, ah, like I'm, I'm done now. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, dude. But um, yeah, really, really enjoy it. Uh, as far as ratings go, I guess I'll give my rating because then you can just tell me what you think about it. What do I rate this here? I will give it a three and a half out of five little Native American rapper dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Am I like, go blop, blop, blop? I love those guys, man. Um, I, here's the thing. I like the show. Mm-hmm. I think it like if if I would have just turned on the show and just watched it, yeah, I'd have been like, hey. But I think people that referred it to me was like, uh, they. I think that's a problem with social media, though. Everyone you goes know, so hard about stuff. That's the thing. They go insane over and and which is fine because it hits you a certain way. So you're like, well, since you're human like I am. This should hit you. And when you watch it, you're like, it's good. But if I would have just stumbled upon it. But here's the thing. I wouldn't have stumbled upon it. If someone wasn't ranting and raving, I wouldn't have watched it. So it kind of is a double-edged sword. Be like, well, I have to rant and rave for you to watch it. Because had I not said anything, you would have never stumbled across it. Yeah. And so I will say, I really... um, I, regardless of what I think, like, oh, it's good. It's, you know, whatever. I love that it exists. That's my thing. I yeah. think shows like this should exist. It needs a, to exist for sure. It has to exist. And so um, I, I enjoy watching it. It's a it's it's one of those shows that I put on and I do other things too. And I didn't miss anything. Got like it. I'll be w- w- looking at my phone, you know, because I'm just like, yeah, it's, not, <laughs> like it's, it's not so complex that you, no. you can't be like, you know, doing other things. You're right. Not totally. at all. So I'll just lay down on the couch, put it on. And it's totally fun. So I just I I think I'm gonna finish it. It's good enough for me. Like oh oh, I'm definitely finishing. It. I thought it's, but it has to exist. I love that it exists. I will rate it easily. Oh, you know what? I'll go three point oh out of five. <laughs> out of five. Um, what will I say? <laughs> oh, out of five messed up stomachs from hot. Cheetos. Is it Cheetos? It was the yeah, basically or chips, the spicy okay. chips, whatever they were. Yeah. <laughs> I love that she got sick off because I do too. I love that it was such a throwaway where she's like, "Yeah, my stomach is." He's like, "Oh, and freaking Bobby Lee randomly showing up in this freaking show." Bobby Lee is also in that uh, Fast Foodies, by the way. Oh, is he really? Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Lee has he has stories, man. Have you listened to his podcast? Yeah, I got opinions <laughs> on Bobby Lee. <laughs> I ain't gonna talk about it right now, but I, don't I guess know. you're. I am shocked that you even know who he is. I'm not. I don't know if I'm feeling Bobby Lee to be honest with you. What? I just. I, I'm not gonna talk about it on this show. I just. Happened, <laughs> I happened to hear. I heard one of his stories one time on a podcast. I didn't actually hear the podcast. It was a video that I was watching. It was on Twitter, and it's. It could be out of context. Okay, so that's why I don't really want to like get into it. But I never went back to it. But it was basically a story about Bobby Lee talking about how when he was younger and he was. Um, 
you know, him and his boys want to go get laid, they'd go across the border. And they went to TJ and he was telling this story about how they went into this, like, I guess it was like a brothel. And his whole thing was to find like the youngest, scaredest looking. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because like, oh, that's how he got mind. off on. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about Bobby Lee, bro. I mean, hey, you could still get cast in shows, though. I get. Well, fuck. It's the United States of America. Of course. Yeah. You, you, know? can, do, you can do whatever you want. And still <laughs> gonna be fail upwards. Okay. So, like, take the take that Bobby Lee story with a grain of salt. Yes. But if you look into it, there might be something there that you don't want to see. Again, I saw you know I, I saw it somewhat out of context where I didn't do the research on it. But I'm watching. Not sure what context? Well, I'm watching before the man, it started. Yeah, I'm watching the man tell the story. Yes, and I it didn't sit right with me. I'll just say absolutely. That. Well, unless like before you like two seconds before he said, "Hey, do you want to hear a story that's completely fabricated and out of this world and not true?" Yes. And then they push play. Other than that, it's a terrible story. Yeah, dude. it's it's and the way he tells it, it's even like creepier. You know what I mean? And I was like, uh, I don't think I like you, dude. I never really cared for Bobby Lee, but not that for any particular reason. But now I feel like I got a reason. You know what's funny? What podcast people listen to, it's a shame. It's it's almost like it's not even their friend. But if someone was like, hey, man, I was listening to Joe Rogan, literally my whole idea about them changed. <laughs> Everything about them changes. And I'm like, oh, bummer. Like yeah. the fact that he's like, oh, man, you know, sometimes I'm just driving. I'm listening to like Joe Rogan. I'm like, are you? Are you listening? Is that what you're doing? Everything just flies out the window that I thought of this person. Because they, and so, yeah, if someone is like, um, I'm always listening to the Bobby Lee podcast, it won't say a lot about them to me, but it will be like, do you do know that they're other, <laughs> yeah. they're like actually smart podcasts yeah. and it's tough to find a comedic smart podcast, but they're, they're there. And I would, I would say that only watch, uh, if you're going to watch now, I'd say now after hearing your story, just don't watch them. That's what you have to do. I mean, I've made it a point. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, but to I'm stop. also saying that, again, with the caveat of I, I didn't get the entire thing. It's just him talking. So it's not like he did yeah. the whole hypothetical thing. Like you said, hey, you want to hear a completely fabricated story? I know that's not the case. No. It's just it wasn't for me. And that's okay. That's I'm not going to go on a, a, you know, a, a, a cancel campaign. But for me, I'm good without Bobby Lee. Canceling doesn't exist. Well, you know what I'm saying. No, but I'm just realizing it now. When I'm no, just it like, doesn't. Of course, it when doesn't. you watch it and like such and such is back on tour, you're like, oh, no, I'm done. Yeah. No, cancel. Then it doesn't is, work. Cancel culture is complete <laughs> bullshit. But I just said it for the purposes of. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to try to take that avenue. I'm just like, nah, I, I, I don't need. You know, like some people, they like hamburgers. They don't want onions. I you don't want. Any, I don't want any Bobby Lee. On, I don't want any Bobby Lee onions on my life burger. You know what I'm saying? Uh, do you eat onions, G? Yes, dude. I celebrate them. Not raw though. They're terrible, bro. Yeah, you know, you just never had them all grilled up and stuff. You know what? I haven't. I do. There has been caramelized. People, yeah, see, yeah, see there have see. been people that have cooked me something, and I'm like, I hate onions, and they're like, you just ate a lot of them. I'm like, yeah. really? I always cook with onions, dude. Hey, real quick, before we go to the last one, I just don't want to forget to talk about this because I really wanted to know what you thought, and this is going to show how long it's been since we've talked. What are your thoughts on Norm Macdonald? Oh, man, it's uh, complicated. Oh, okay. I'm glad I asked then. <laughs> it's very con. He has a very, as, and we should be able to talk about this stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where, you know, when someone dies, they're automatically a saint. Right. No, that's not the case at all. Yeah. 
and and he had you know there's things coming out about him having sexually harassed women and the women were like the club oh, really had, god damn it yeah really? and they're like the clubs had to change certain things about him to protect the women they had to change the way that oh, they did certain things Steve, and you know he's made a, like everyone like even eddie you know he's made a you know a lot of jokes about you know being gay is weird and i'm like ah and so even though i think he was super duper funny there's also the other side where i just can't be like he was a saint among men you know it's it's yeah. it's a complicated thing but again that voice hey, hey. Yeah, that was a big <laughs> anyone that does so i was i was going right anyone that does that thing i'm like oh and it's more common than you think you're like oh you got your little your the way you do your thing a lot of it comes from norm mcdonald because I remember him in SNL. Way back then, I remember being like, oh, this guy is very, very different. He went hard and got fired because he went hard on Dude, OJ. You got <laughs> to give him props. You gotta, like, you gotta, Norm's yeah. like, stop talking about OJ. And he's like, hey, nah, fuck that. I'm not going <laughs> to do that kind of thing. Why would I talk? not talk about OJ? And he, and he just, like, every single time he would feel, figure out a way to, like, work in a, and OJ is guilty. That's the punchline of the joke. And it was brilliant. Yes, dude. And and you gotta and my thing. I think a big thing is what got me about the story is man, cancer is a beast. Yeah, and he I did mean, it silently, geez, dude. Silently, like the bro. only I don't know who was more silent, him or say uh, Bozeman. Dude, dude, They're no one just, knew about either one. Yeah, well, you know, if you look at Norm towards the end, he was looking very um, puffy. And that sometimes comes with like, it could be age, it could be alcohol, it could be uh, um, uh, steroids. Yes. It could be a lot of things from treatment, which, you know, makes sense. With Bozeman, you're like, oh shit, he's, does he know he's sick? (laughs) Because he was looking pretty bad, you know? Dude, it's, it was, and and I think this has been, and maybe it's because we're stuck inside where people are just like, man, people are like just dying. Yeah. I'm like, I think it's more because we aren't as active as we were before. And so we are, we are on Twitter because a lot of times, I'll think whatever happened to such and such actor, they're like, oh, they died two years ago. Now we don't miss that. We see it on Twitter immediately. So it's like, everyone's dying. But like, no, everyone was always dying. You just found out about it a, a year later. Yeah. And we're like, oh, such and such passed away when? Last year. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? But now we're seeing it in real time. Yeah. You know, and it, it, but it, it is nuts that uh, it shows that we're aging. Yes. Well, I've been We're dealing with that aging. for a while. It just gets worse and worse, Steve. I'm telling you. It's it's pretty <laughs> nuts, dude. It's it's like we're getting it's funny because this week, um, during Muay Thai, a guy, I guess he's a nurse, and so he wanted to give us a little seminar on, hey man, you gotta start, you know, he wanted to like everybody comes in here and I see you guys wrapped up and taped up. We need to tell you how to really take care of injuries. And one of the things at the end was like, once you hit your forties, perhaps you wanted to start taking some steroids. And I was like, I'm sorry. I am that age. And he he looked at me. He's like, yeah, your testosterone, you need to get your testosterone checked because if it's too low, you're going to have to start taking steroid injections. I said, Jesus Christ. Take that with a grain of salt because it could be, (laughs) no, seriously, seriously, because like, I'll just be honest. Like I went and had a physical done and blood work and it came back like, well, you know, you're, you know, for your age, your testosterone's a little bit low. And that started fucking with me mentally. Yes. Like. Okay, did I just get upset watching this movie because my testosterone's low? You know things like that. But a lot of those things can be attributed contributed to diet. 
how you're sleeping, the amount of vitamin D you're getting, being outside, you know, stress levels. There's all kinds of stuff. So I don't know if you necessarily just need to be jumping into steroids. That's about here's what he, he said. He's like, you're you're around you're the normal level is like 275 to 900. Yeah. He said a lot of doctors would be like, yeah, you're right in the same range. But what you find out is like you're at 300. He said, perhaps you want to push it to nine. Like when you were young again. Then you're going to be uh, like, fuck, bro. Everything's going to be like. <laughs> Hey, motherfucker, did you just cut me off? <laughs> the fuck you looking at? That's going to be what happened if I did that shit. And then I'll just, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get blood work, and I want to at least be at 800, G. Are you Give literally going to take 800. steroids, bro? If No, if I, if I find out my testosterone is low, I'm going to take the shots, G. No question. No, no. Like, it's not even a question. G. I know. You know what? I know it, people go different ways with that. Just just be careful. Just do it Absolutely. right. I know some people do it quote unquote right, but I see so many people doing it wrong and they just turn all weird colors and, and they get angry. Oh, and dude, they get. They and get my thing is, knee. I would take a break from sparring for a while. I'd be like, am I in the mental? Yeah. Like, what's going to happen is you're going to get stuck and then you're going to get pissed off. Dude. And then you're going to do that thing like little kids do when they're just play fighting. And then it turns into a and real fight. And then I just go nutso and crew's going to be like, what in the absolute hell? I don't know, bro. Wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with me, bro? Why are you fucking taking that tone? <laughs> crew's going to be like, no, 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 no. You no, got to no. go. <laughs> no, and the thing is, I just want to be, I want to be where, you know what, though? You know what? Maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe this is part of age being like the reason that you come to terms with mortality is because your testosterone starts lowering. Let me, let me ask you, you a question. I'm not even being silly about this. Yes. Do you wake up in the morning with an, with a substantial erection? Uh, Sometimes. But like, not all what, the time. No, yeah, okay, fair enough. We are in our 40s. But I mean, for the most part, yeah. I don't have it. Not really for the most part. It's just like, but the thing is, I'm like, you, you're like a, here's in my, in my opinion, every guy's a horny toad. All Dude. I have to do is like hug bell. And I'm just like, that's, hello. See, see, that's my thing. It's like, I'm going to be 49 in a couple of months. And it's like, it's not slowing down, bro. But maybe like, at nine, it takes a crowbar to get that fucker off my belly button. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm thinking. But I think that when I'm like, but what would it be at 900 G? I don't know. <laughs> you might be That's bad. what I'm saying, Because, you know, it's... I, I think with couples, you kind of have to try and stay level. You know, well, I'm you just know putting numbers right. out there. No, and I, you're right. I'm just putting numbers out there, and I realize we're talking estrogen and testosterone. But if you're at a nine and she's at a three, you might have issues. And I just... I want to make sure... Because what I've been told is, they're like, steroids only amplifies your, your personality as it is. <laughs> He's like, he said, the reason that you see roid rage is because think of the people that use it. They're already douches a lot of the time. And that just amplifies their douchiness. He's like, if you're a cool guy, all it's going to do is, you know, now you're, you know, things are. He said, but also look, he did tell me, he's like, look online and see if you have, if you don't have any symptoms of test, lower testosterone, don't even get checked. Because you don't even want that in your head. If you're good, just yeah. be good. Well, but if you go in there and get checked and see that number. You're going to be like, wait a minute. Dude, see, it scared me because, I mean, I have no problem talking about it. And if you've been listening to this show long enough, then you were kind of living it with me. But back in 2018, at the end of 2018, when I lost my job and I was unemployed for a which it was when we went to uh, Halloween Horror Night, Steve. That oh, was yeah. The year. I remember 
with that. And I was just having some trouble finding work and stuff. And I fell into a legitimate depression. Yes. And I was crying and shit. And like, I'd be watching. What was I remember? It was Christmas. I was a real blast on Christmas Day. I remember watching Home Alone, waiting for my family to get ready so we can go to my mom. Oh, and I'm just crying watching Home Alone. Like, Jesus. and I was under the impression, like, because I, because I did go get, like, prior to that, I did get a, a blood work done. And they were saying, yeah, you know, your hormone, uh, your uh, testosterone is just a slight bit low. So that started fucking with me. I'm like, okay, is that what's going on? And, uh, it wasn't that sometimes it's just chemical, you know, just, just be careful is what I'm trying to say. Be careful. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, if, if I start taking shots, I would, I would, uh, I don't know. I would probably just tell Bill, like, Hey, keep an eye on how I'm my mode, you know, my, how I'm grooving because she's like, you know how you just said a bitch to me to call me. (laughs) Yeah. You, you, you should probably stop taking it. Steve just while we're talking to everyone and you see stupid bitch look over there stupid bitch <laughs> yeah if I switch up like that Jay but I would I do want to know my I want to know my testosterone level yeah. I do want to know my testosterone that's fair level. Where'd when you get we get into our done? 40s at our place yes at our place but when we oh, get I into our 40s I think that. it's important that you do that absolutely I'm 43 dog yeah I know I'm aware it's time man I'm it's finally time. starting just to admit my age now I don't give a shit anymore Dude, you're young still. But it, it's uh, the numbers high. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, compared to who? What do you mean? Compared I could be some what? of our listeners' dad. Is what I'm getting at. I could be. Uh, yeah, I talk to people. I, I be talking to people like, "How old are you?" I'm 22. I'm like, "I could be your father." Seriously, I it's could crazy. be your father. It's no crazy. question. Yeah, we're there now, dude. Yeah, we're there. Very like strange. the people that are older. Like one dude at the gym. I was like, "Hey, man, what year were you born?" He's like 2003. Said, Jesus Christ, dude. Why well, yeah. shouldn't even be this ring with you? You absolute child. When my boss is younger than me, it gets weird. Is your boss younger than you? Yeah, you know my boss. No, no, no. I was thinking your boss boss. Uh, I would say... No. Nah, but there ain't that much older than me. <laughs> <laughs> he made it bad anyway. Yeah, yeah. but they're only a few years. Yeah, be like, yeah. That's still older. Uh, yeah, if I'm going to have to hang out with somebody, it's probably going to have to be them. I mean, dude, age is a funny thing. And it you know, really it's, the, the interesting thing about the whole thing is um, while the, the show we're about to talk about, it made me think, would I let that happen to reverse? To be like, hey, let's go back to where you look the best. Yeah, I like how they do that because it's when you, when we'll talk about it, of course, but yeah. it's when you do that particular thing, you're going back to, how is it put? To your peak you. Dude, you at on, your man. peak. Dude, your, and you, me at you my just peak, have to give up some you, things. You got to look out. Me at my peak, bro. Listen. Look at when, listen. Bro. Look and listen. Oh. I would do it. I would. Oh. If I could get I, back I to my peak, no. I would be. I would do Never it. Never a. Oh, we can't even. Okay. Before we review this show. Oh, God. It's so new. What can we say? That's the thing. Okay. Listen. Before we talk about it, we will say <laughs> what it is. Got to understand that we get screeners. So we have. When did you watch this? I watched it like. Two weeks ago? Yeah. So, well, I watched it all last week, but it's been there for a while. And you were the one that pointed it out to me because Dude. sometimes we'll get, like when you get the Netflix screeners, sometimes, just like if you're looking on Netflix, you'll hover over something and then you'll see a trailer for it yeah. or something. You'll see what the logo looks like. This was just a black box with the words sure in it. Sure was. With no explanation, go in blind and see what happens. And I randomly push play. Yeah. And I'm glad you did. I'm really fucking glad you did. Holy crap but see the thing is today is the 25th of september this just came out on the 24th 
So we don't want to. Oh get... yeah, no one knows anything, dude. Well, Nothing. I mean, we we can totally spoil the shit out of this, Steve. But we just have to put spoiler warnings at the at the top because there are certain things that I, I mean, honestly, I really would like to talk about this, and I don't care about spoiling this as long as people know before they listen to this review that we're going to. Okay, I will say, people, if you have not watched the complete yeah. show, do not listen to this review. <laughs> If you haven't watched the entire thing. Yes. The entire thing. Not, oh, I watched two episodes. I kind of know where. No, you no, do not. No, you don't. You don't. You dumb <laughs> shit. Don't do it. So stop listening right now if you have not watched all of Midnight Mass. Yes. By Mike Flanagan. Yes. On Netflix. The do cre- not continue. The creator of House on Haunted Hill, Mike Flanagan. Which wasn't great. <laughs> you know, I liked the first one. Wasn't you're right? It wasn't great, but I liked the first one. Second it wasn't one, this. The haunting of what was it? No, the haunting of Hill House is what it was. Yes. The other one, the the one in Bly between. Bly Manor. Fucking sucked. I hated that <laughs> one so much. This by far is his best work. Oh by my god. Far. And the, here's the thing though: if he showed pictures, they're like, how long has he been working on this? There are pictures of like screenshot of his other shows that says mass on a book. Yeah. And midnight on another. Like he said, I have been working on this idea. Right. For and you could tell. You could tell. If I'm not mistaken, I want to say his whole involvement with this is roughly 10 years old. Dude, that is so long, dude, to work on one idea. Right. And he has background in the church, which makes this more because there's a lot of um there's a lot of Catholicism in this show oh, d- tons of let me, catholicism let me and, tell you something this would work this would totally work make no mistake there is not a piece of this thing that would not work in every church across the nation see gail used to go to church all the time when she was a kid i've uh-huh. been to catholic church i just didn't go i almost said religiously but you know what i'm saying I like um, that. yeah nice but uh it's just so perfect it's just <laughs> so fucking perfect how they do everything perfectly Dude. That's the thing about this show. And that's where I think that the 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 love comes into this. Now, that's not to say that I don't have some hangups with this show, Steve. Tell me, I would want to hear the hangups first. Do you though? I do I really do, dude. Well, I think we should talk about all the good. Okay, let's talk about the good. And then and then we can kind of go, we can, we can uh, maybe you can convince me otherwise. Because let me tell you something, dude. This is probably going to be my favorite show of the year. I would have to. T- okay. I'm just going to say this. There are, I want to say there are seven episodes. Jeez. Yes. And six of them, in my opinion, were fives across the board. It's I have issues with episode seven. Oh, interesting. You know what? Now I'm very interested in what you're good. What you, what you're uh, going to say about, I it. just, there's, there were some tropes in it that really, I was like, really? And honestly, uh, I didn't give any because like you're not we, we, when the, when things are on. Um, oh, my God. I just forgot the word. What's it called when we can't talk about it? Oh, embargo. Thank you. When things are on embargo, I really don't like share any information. No. But on occasion, like in our group, for instance, I'll be like, hey, listen, I just watched this whole thing and you motherfuckers need to watch this. And the only yes. one that was hip to it was Melissa. She was like, oh, you lucky bastard. She didn't say that. But she's like, I've been waiting to see this show. And I said that I've seen the entire show. What I didn't realize because I, I stopped at episode six originally. Yes. I thought, and it really, if you take episode six, it could end right there. Totally. Would, there would be, but it would be more like, oh, okay, we're getting a, like a season two or something yes. like that. But in episode seven, it pretty much closes everything up. I just yes. didn't realize there was an episode seven. So when I saw this, 
I'm just saying this for Melissa because like if she's listening, I was like, yes, it's it's fucking brilliant. I have issues with episode seven. I did not know that it existed when I said that. So what I'm saying that as far as if she's like, well, episode seven blue. Yeah, I, I I'm kind of with you on that. <laughs> so, I loved episode. May, seven. Well, uh, I liked episode seven. There, I, OK, um, let, let, let's see, Steve, you want to go ahead and give the premise of the show. So the premise of this show, oh yeah, oh, spoilers. The big time spoilers show, again. Yes. Sorry, big time spoilers. So if you have, again, we're going to say it again. If you have not seen Midnight Bat, Midnight Mass in its entirety, wait until you listen. Just watch the whole thing and then come back. Watch and the and the, the thing is, I wouldn't even look up. Don't even look up like uh, oh, not, what look is, nothing up. Just go in blind. All right, so the, the synopsis is the arrival of a charismatic priest brings miracles, mysteries, and renewed religious fervor to a dying town. Actually, that's really good. Yeah. I like actually, I give him props. I think Mike Flanagan was like, this is what I want you to write and nothing more. Don't jack this up. Here's the thing. So the priest, this town, number one, is a, in my brain, I'm like, oh, I would love to live in this town until you start meeting everybody. Um, there's a really, really cool, uh, thing they do with the sheriff that I think is really, is really slick. Instead of saying it's, uh, it's played by, uh, Raul Coley. And instead of saying that the place is racist, the first guy calls him Sharif instead of sheriff. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, that is so brilliant. You don't need to say anything more than that. That's it. Uh And you know, oh, (laughs) okay. I get where this, this whole town is going. And when I'm watching it, for if the thing is, part of me just wanted to be like, let me turn this off because it's kind of boring. But I love Zach Guilford. I loved him from Saturday Night or Friday Night Lights, dude. He was good on that show. So when I saw Zach Guilford, I was like, oh, I'm in. This is going to be fantastic. I like Katie Siegel. I've seen her in a few things. So immediately, the, the thing that latched me on to this show is when uh, Homegirl gets out of her uh, wheelchair. That's when I was like, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. What are we dealing with here? <laughs> exactly. I was like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. What am I? I thought I was watching a soap opera about a town. I was like, oh, yeah. But then when she gets up out of her seat, I said, oh, this isn't a, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. This is a horror show. Yeah. Well, let me play off that just for a little bit because, like you said, you thought it was about an entire town. Yeah. And then, but then, you know, the first episode, I'm thinking it's going to be revolved around this one particular character played by Zach Guilford. His name is yes. Riley Flynn, who, again, spoilers, and I won't really give too much of it. But basically, this guy, uh, he was part of this town. I think the population's roughly like, a, it's like an island, really. You yes. have to get there by ferry. Population of like 100 plus. Really yes. not a lot of people yes. on there. Everyone knows everyone's business. And this kid was actually part of the church. He was a... Uh, um, not a choir, uh, uh, altar boy, altar boy. Thank you. It was an altar boy at a, and you know, and I don't mean anything weird when I say this, but he had a pretty good relationship with the Monsignor. The Monsignor knew mm-hmm. him well, grew up with him in the church and all that. This guy goes away, leaves the Island and he becomes like a, uh, maybe a dot comer, something like yeah. that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, he, he made a lot of money, kind of lived the douchebag life, throwing his money around. And the show starts off. The very first scene basically is him. He's, um, He's killed someone in an accident. He was drunk driving and he killed this girl. And it starts off, you know, he he ends up going to prison for four years. And trust me, I'm really not ruining anything when I say this. But during that time, I'm taking this as nightly. He's haunted by the vision of the girl that he killed. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I'm thinking, okay, so this is, is this like a ghost story? 
it's clearly this is going to be about him. You wouldn't go that hard on one character if it's not going to be about him. Yes. And for for quite a while, that's sort of the case. I mean, he's basically the center of the show. And then something happens, and that's not the case anymore. But it all still works very well. As to, like, totally. He, he, and his the, character served his purpose for the rest of the show to go exact, on. Exactly. That's the important thing. Like, I was like, you know what? Mike Flanagan was like, um, I'm not going to just string him along so he can be the lead character. If yeah. his character has served his purpose, maybe it's time right. for whatever happens to happen. And truthfully, in that scene, I was thinking, oh, no. Is he? Is it taking over his his being so much that the girl that he loves is in danger? And when he's like, "That's not why I brought you out here," I was like, "Oh my god, is he?" Oh my! And I saw the the light coming. I said, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it was he's like, "I did it so I couldn't run." Dan, come on, man. Come there's just on, dude. There are so many uh, aspects of the show that just make it awesome. I mean, even like uh, Henry Thomas as an older father like oh which is crazy never mind seen, you never seen i mean henry thomas has been with with um oh god i just forgot his name uh mike flanagan sorry henry thomas has been with mike flanagan pretty much for all of the series that he's done on netflix so far <laughs> mm-hmm. but he plays him i don't know there's just something about the way he plays the character of ed flynn in this who's and he made me feel old knowing that henry thomas is yeah. now a dad <laughs> yes like i'm like and I'm like, how much of that is makeup and how much of it isn't? Oh, probably none, bro. Yeah, man. We're all feel, that age, man. Yeah. But there's just so much. Like, Kate, Kate Siegel also has been in the, I believe she was in the house on Bly, uh, House of Bly Manor. And then um, you, there's a lot of people that you're going to recognize in this, but they all just play this. Um, like, each character is so interesting in this show. Oh, it's fair. Do you know what the, le- do you know what the priest's real name is? You're going to laugh. I thought this, I thought this name was retired. Uh, Hamish? Hamish. Ham- is it Hamish? Hamish oh, Linklater. That is a retired first name. Dude. He was a child named Hamish. Yeah, I know. I was just <laughs> about to bring. <laughs> I was just about to bring him up, though. Like I was going oh, there because dude. the first time you see him and his first scene and the way, yeah, he plays like the uh, the Monsignor that comes to town to replace the the former Monsignor. I'll let you find that part out. We won't spoil everything for you, but he comes to town to replace the former Monsignor who has left. Um, he's had some. Um, some mental issues and he's on post. He's just away on vacation is what we know. This guy comes in to replace him and his very first scene. Oh, dude. he j- you just go, Oh, this is the dude that's selling the show right now. Like he is so fucking good as father Paul. In this. So good. So good. Like I, and I perfectly showing you that something's off. He's acting normal. He's but too, you're like, ah, he's too he's normal. Too, like, no, he's too good. Like there's just, you know, from the get go, you're like, man, you, wowed me so quickly i feel like i just went to one of those like motivational speaking things or something like you just hooked me in and i'm totally buying what you're selling for me i almost i didn't only because he said uh you know he's really sick and anyway like he brushed right over i was like wait a minute. well yeah you know i'm no you know something's off yes but i'm saying like the the charisma this man has the way that he's able to like because you know when he comes to the church and he starts service. There's just a handful of people in church. But as time progresses, we find out that this uh, Father Paul, there's a lot more to him that meets the eye. Oh, and, dude. And through Father Paul, some pretty amazing things is happening. And Steve already said one. So uh, one of those things would be that a, a young girl who was um, in a wheelchair due to an accident that they do talk about in the show. Uh, she's now she's been paralyzed. She's a paraplegic. She is now able to walk. 
And the way that that scene happens, like the town hates him. The church is so like, who the fuck is this guy? Why are you doing that to her? Because he keeps backing up. No, no, get up, get up. And then when she stands like it, all that just works so well. Dude, amazingly. And you're sitting there wondering like, in the beginning I said, how is he such a good preacher at such a young age? It seems like he has years under his Yeah, he's way wiser than his years. Dude. Yeah. The way that they do, you're like, oh, come on. This yeah. is great. <laughs> and then, great, dude. so then you find out that there's definitely a horror aspect to this, to oh, this yes. uh, show. And at first I really wasn't sure what that aspect was. Now, let me ask you, Steve, because it's like, it's like episode two. The, um, did you know right away where we were going when you get that flying overhead scene? No, I was like, okay, no. I think I know where we're going now. At I least I know, know because there's an issue with these cats that are turning up on the shoreline. There's like, not just a couple of dead cats, like, Hundreds of dead cats that are all lined up on the shoreline. And you kind of, it leads you to think that there's a some type of predatory monster on this island. And maybe there is, maybe there isn't. But when they do this one scene where it's like you see the uh, the point of view of the, um, I don't want to, I, I guess the antagonist, I guess I could say that, or one of the antagonists in this show. I knew right away where we were going with this. And that's oh, not a bad really? thing. I just figured it has to be that. It has to be something. And it's either, if it's not what it ends up being, then it's something extremely close to that, like a gargoyle or uh, something. You know what I mean? I didn't know until the cave scene. The ca- now, dude, that was <laughs> so good. Dude. Like the story <laughs> that, that Father Paul tells. Oh, my God. And I'm not even going to say what it is, but it's just, uh, there's... um. I mean, can we say? I guess we said spoilers. It's but horrifying, dude. It's, yeah, like I don't. Really I would want. want spo- even, it's just horrifying. When I say spoilers with this particular review, like I just want to be able to talk about certain things that we need to talk about, but I don't want to break the entire thing yes, down for you yes, yes. as a listener because it, it quite frankly would ruin some things for you. So yes. if, if you're this far and you haven't watched it, that's on you. But just letting you know, it's horrifying, dude. And you do know that I think I ran into the most. I would say in my top 10 most hated characters on television. I hated her. Hated oh my her. god. But how hated good, her. But how good you're talking about Samantha oh. Samantha Sloyan who plays dude, Bev Keen. What a great performance. Such I an antagonist. I hated her, dude. Yeah, it works really well. Like she she's in that I hate you instantly like did you ever see Porky's? I know it's not the same kind of I never show. saw Porky's. No. Okay, well there's a character in her name Beulah Beulah Ballbricker. Is she's uh-huh. a, she's she's like that. She's that one person Oy. that all the bad shit is happening when she's around. There's you've seen this character that's not taking away from her character, but you've seen this type of character in many movies where it's like it's the one person, usually like a church going very heavily in the church. that's going to oh. try and shut down anything good, essentially. She's that character, but in it with a with a spin. I'll just say that super dark, super mysterious. You just know like she's mysterious all the way up until the end for the most part. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. And, and and you're led to sort of believe, at least I was, because again, I watched six out of the seven episodes thinking I was done. I was truly led to believe that we were going to get a season two and she was going to be even more prominent in this. And I don't see how that's possible now, considering episode seven. Like, I think that, uh, yeah. I think we're done. I think it's just I a one and done. I think we're done. Unless, because um, I thought, I did think, I was like, oh, we never know if someone makes it off the island. But once... Someone, someone can't feel certain things. I'm like, yeah. oh, it it didn't. That yeah. means that it didn't make it. So I think Mike Flanagan's probably just saying, yeah, this is this is the story I wanted to tell, and I've told it now. 
Let's move the hell on to it. But then again, it's if we're in a universe where these things exist, yeah. maybe there's another story of another one somewhere now else. Now, that would be cool because, I mean, the, the, the original, uh, you know, the one that started this whole thing had to come from somewhere. Absolutely. Dude. So maybe they could go back and do like a prequel or something. But it's honestly, this thing is so good that you should just leave it alone and just don't fuck with it anymore. Like, it's just it's just this wonderful story. That has its own place and things. And maybe the universe doesn't need to be continued all the time. It's a, my thing is I don't even want, like when I was done with this show, Mm -hmm. I just sat there for a while. I turned it off and I was like, now that is how you do a show like this. See, I was just, I was so. Okay, now tell me your, yeah, now tell me what what did you, what did you like? I was so convinced that you were going to say that it didn't stick the landing. So convinced. Because. I think to me what it was was like I enjoyed everything that was going on like the uh episode uh 6 and 7 6 ends with and then it starts with the basically the uh decimation of this particular little town that we're talking about and I'm not going to say how but like everything's going down in this town and I enjoyed that part of it I found there's a love story that happens where there's like two lost loves that find each other yes absolutely does, does that work yes okay their whole change of heart and then their their um relation to a certain character oh yeah 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 i was yeah. like really like i just i like, liked it, i thought it was, it was too good. contained it was too contained and i don't even know necessarily if like that was like intentional like like was that all part of the deal like like did he go back specifically for her Excuse me. <clears throat> you know, was it that? Was it? I don't know, but it's like the conversation that these two have in the church where they just everything kind of just flips and they go from being, you know, going with the, the way things are supposed to go according to plan. And I'm really trying to be cryptic here. They they completely flip it and they find the error in their ways and everything. Well, no, the, the thing that flipped him was he had a plan. And then the home, home girl Totally switched the plan. He right. said, "You let them out." Well, she and was, then he realizes, "Oh, this is we're the." Remember, he saw the people with the bright eyes. He's like, "Oh no, 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 we're the monsters, dude." Did you know? Like, look at that. Does that look to you like the good guys? And I'm like, "Oh, Mike Flanagan did such a good job of being like, look at them coming through the dark." And any he looks at her is like, "Does that look like the good guys to you?" If you saw that, I guess when you put it that way, I understand. But it's like. He had an agenda too. No question. And he just thought that this was all, from what I understand, he just thought this was all in the name of the Lord. Absolutely. Because when you're in the when you're in that, everything, because they said everything works for the good of those that love the Lord. So that means if this is happening, God sent him right. to make this happening. It wasn't until the end where he's like, oh no, no, no. No, 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 no. It's all not true. But the thing that got me was that, like, you know, he's he's progressive he's getting more and more aggressive right yes and like you know he he even the way his uh because he goes from being this fantastic delivery of the sermon to mm-hmm. just going like welcome to the army of god we're about yes. to do some really good you know like he, he becomes more direct with things and, absolutely uh, uh, more arrogant so i'm thinking okay i see the way this is going and even though this is according to his plan it's still wrong right but yet it's like all of a sudden he he gets morals because it wasn't done the way he wanted to that's what bugged me 
That's oh, what but it, me I think it was one of those things where it's uh, he didn't think that the people were going to just like she, when he's thinking, OK, we're all going to do it like I because he doesn't eat people. Yeah. And so he's like, we're all we all can be like me. He does, though. But he did end up doing it. And he's like, well, then we have to keep all these people inside. Yeah. And when that doesn't happen, he's like, oh, we're the bad people. Yeah, we need to. It, we, we're the bad folks. We need to call. Like, I totally, um, especially with the super religious people. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know how, how long it would take for you to believe that God didn't send this amazing angel to you? Right. I, th- it wouldn't even happen like this. Even till the time he died, he'd believe it. Like, even this was. They're like, well, let's make it so that he does change his mind. In reality, Doug, look, we have some people that think the vaccine has a microchip that will track us. It does, dude. Absolutely. Come on. You think if they saw a flying winged thing on your quote unquote and you see miracles happen, you wouldn't think that this was, oh, it's over. And all of this, that's what's so scary. I'm like, if there are these things. I could literally hand hold, hold their hand and take them to the right place and be like, they will believe everything you say. Yeah, you know what, honestly, and I don't know if it was intentional, but I yeah. I, I do think it is a very good time to put something out like this that deals with a uh, a, a cult of personality. Absolutely, dude. You know no what I mean? Question. Like, I think no if, if we were ever going to relate to something like that, I'm sorry, folks, but politics is everywhere. But if we were ever going to like just relate to something like that, now would be a good time. I don't think it was unintentional that that's the case. Oh, no. And the funny thing, here's the scary part. He saw this 10 years ago. Right. He was like, oh, people are crazy. And the the thing is, here's how crazy it is. The th- a, a certain thing walked into the church and people were like, oh, wow. No one was like, wait a minute. The only two people were like, wait right. a minute. And you know what I liked about that thing? First of uh, all, it looks scary as shit. Like it's as crap. So well done. And like, there's a part where, um, uh, where where that thing, that thing gets his. I'll just say that it has to deal with a knife and some wings and stuff like that. That was a really cool scene. But what I really enjoyed about that was is that you know, um, again, this is a kind of a major spoiler, but this thing is being presented to the churchgoers as an angel. Okay, and. Father uh, Paul truly sees this thing as an angel because he was sort of anointed by it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really trying to be vague about this. Absolutely. But when you think about it, you know, you see pictures of like the Bible and stuff like that, particularly like in Christian culture. And the 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 angels have wings and the angels are humanoid. You know what I'm saying? And yes. technically, this could have been an angel. No, que- dude. You know no what I'm saying? Question. Yeah, he's like, no, yes. I'm seeing yes. this as a as a blessing from Christ because this guy has so much faith, being that he's a monsignor, and he he um he has so much faith in Christ that when this thing comes to him and anoints him with a power as he sees it, why wouldn't it be an angel? It's kind of exactly. brilliant. Exactly. It's and kind it, of brilliant. A, there are stories in the Bible where the people, they saw an angel of the Lord and they were frightened. And they were scared. Yes. No question. And so they're like, yeah, you guys are going to be scared. But they're obviously in a church. They're like, I'm not going to be scared. I know an angel when I see one. And so it's like, okay. You know, they did the whole <laughs> Eddie Murphy. I know a freaking Bigfoot when I see one guy. <laughs> an angel when i see one this is an and even when the thing does this amazing move where he you know or it uh you know takes someone outside real quick they're all still totally in 
Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This, this makes must, total sense. Must have been one of the bad ones. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Everything. I had to sit there and think and was like, thank goodness, hopefully, these things aren't a real thing. Yeah. Because, man, um, are there some people that would gobble it up, hook. Oh, no, no, no. Let me tell you. We're done, dude. If this thing came, our whole it would be enough people to gobble it up that we would just be devoured. Oh, yeah. In, 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 a, in a fucking New York minute, dude, for it sure. It would be so quick. For sure. Yeah. You know, the other thing I want to say real quick about the last episode that got me was um, the whole group singing thing. Oh, yeah. I just uh-huh. was like, I, uh, now I'm going to say this one thing. Remember I was just saying earlier on the show yeah. that I was having an issue where I was having trouble breathing when I was in Sacramento. Yes. That was literally when it was happening. I was dealing with like, I guess like, I'll just call it asthma. I was thinking I might need to go to the hospital, but I was watching that episode as this was going down. So maybe that took me out of it a little bit, but, and Gail was dealing with me, you know, because she was thinking, oh shit, I'm going to have to take him to the hospital. But when we, when that happened, we were both like motherfucker, because we were so into the, the whole series. We personally felt like that episode takes a shit. Now, I'm not saying everyone, including you, like, obviously you don't agree with us on that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that it, it was just, it was going, put it this way. If it wasn't for episode seven, I would give this a five out of five. Uh, I have to drop it to a four out of five because of episode seven. But that's, that's not to say that I'm right about this. And I think you are doing yourself a disservice if you do not watch Midnight Mass. It is so fucking good. And I agree with Steve, regardless of, do I agree with you? I have to say it's at least top three. I'll just say that. It is in the top three New, brand new original series that I've seen this year. It is there's nothing like it that I've seen this year. It's so original, and it takes something that a lot of people already liked. For instance, the the whole Flanagan series of yeah. like the House on Bly Manor, House on Haunted mm-hmm. Hill, whatever those are called, Haunting of Hill House. It takes that, but it actually perfects it this time, and it gives. Maybe it's just because we're sort of partial to the. Uh, I'll just say the antagonist, the bad, the bad person, the uh, the uh, the monster, if you will. In this show, I think Steve and I are kind of partial to this kind of thing. But this, from the fucking art, like on the poster, this show just grabs you. And uh, yeah, I'd have to say this is definitely our pick of the week, dude. Like, it's just so fucking good. I just have a little problem with the the last episode. Understandable. That's it. But I wouldn't, I wasn't at five. Like for me, in order for you to get a five... It it would have to be like I said. I mean, it's it's right underneath um, Avengers level. You have to be at five is right before you hit. I'm telling you straight up, and I'm not going personally. I know I go high sometimes, but for this, we were so involved with this show that it just would have taken the ending of that that we liked, and I would have had no problem giving it a five. As it wow. is, wow! No, seriously, I don't I, think I don't think I've ever given a show a five. I, don't I know you you tend to be a little less generous. I will admit that. Maybe but I did really, I would give this show, no question, a four, um, a four out of five. Ooh, that gives something away. A four out of five Dawn Boat Trips. All right. That's what I'll give it. Um, fantastic. Everybody watch this thing. Well, no, I shouldn't be telling you this because if you made it this far, We've you watched it. the whole thing. We've essentially ruined it for you. If you <laughs> and we didn't even, we could have gone so much harder on spoilers, oh, dude. So much. And harder. that's why I'm telling people to watch it as quick as you can, because Twitter is so stupid. Yeah. People are going to really like this show and you're going to get spoiled very quickly. No, they're going to say like, 
Hashtag midnight mass and show a picture of the thing. Yeah. I uh, no say, question. I could dude. say by Monday. Or you'll oh, see easy. or you'll see the thing as we're calling it. You'll see the thing with like s- me doing this. You know how they do those stupid memes sometimes? Oh, me, for sure. You know, it'll be something like that. And then you're going to get ruined. So you got to watch this as soon as possible. Seriously. It's that I would, good. And I would also think, um, you know, I should have looked up who did the effects. Because I would, it, that was a, that wasn't a CGI. Like that, that effect was really well done it was like a costume of some sort i'm impressed and i was like lots of practical effects on that oh dude that because it had like weight when it was on somebody i was like oh my god this is like a weighted something that's on and and i thought it was also here's what i've never seen what are a wonder uh, what katie seagal does to someone I've never seen someone do that in another movie. I'm like, yeah, why don't they do that? Because it definitely takes away some aerodynamic abilities. That was really smart, dude. Yeah, I I regretfully kind of touched on that, but I didn't say too much. But yes, it's what she genius, does, dude. But and that's what I was saying. Like, getting back to the whole like angel thing, like I could see that as an angel because they did in fact have those things. And but who would have thought to do that? I wouldn't have. I would have just died. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this is it. Good luck. I know. Good luck. I got y'all. a knife. That's all I got. I don't know what to do with it. Well, there's a good chance that I might be hunting y'all in just a few minutes. So, oh, dude, listen, bro. Good luck. Let me tell you something. It's some bad news. If your boy had this situation, everybody needs to run. Yeah. Because what I'm not going to do is be like, I guess I must die a morally correct person. <laughs> I'd be like, if you're not related to me, you are what they call a chicken dinner. Yeah, if I find out I got one day to live, you motherfuckers better look out. That's all I'm saying. Dude, dude, listen. dude. Li- and also, I think one thing, a certain death wasn't satisfying enough for me. I wanted a certain death to be brutal, dude. Um, are we, you're, you're, you're thinking about her. Oh, oh, well, no, I wasn't actually. Oh, never mind. Who, d- uh, oh, okay. All right, or I'll the just- girl that I hate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was just it was realistic. That's what would have happened. That's the reality of what would have happened. But and I like that Mike Flanagan was like, let's torture her. And he didn't say, let's just do this whole. He's like, no, this is how it would just. Yeah, I I thought you were referring to a certain thing that takes place on the water. And I'm thinking, damn, dude, I thought that was a lot. I thought they did a pretty good job. Oh, man, that actually actually broke my heart. Yeah, it was a really. you're just not expecting it. You know, you're, not you're at like all. I said, you're expecting things to go a certain way with the show. And you're like, oh, well, I guess we're doing something different now. But thank you for that. Because it was one of the more moving scenes that I've seen in an, an original Netflix series in quite some Absol- time. And some of the quotes where there's a part where he's just like, I know what you're going to do. You're going to help people. But I know what I want you to do. Run. I want you to run. Oh, I was just like, who wrote that? That's a great. That was just beautiful, man. But he knew. He's like, I know you. I know what you're going to do. I just thought it was so... And you know, the fact that it didn't even... There wasn't restraint shown. He didn't have to restrain himself because he loved her so much. Yeah. There was no, oh, I really want to... There was none of that. He just was like, yeah, she... I was just... I I think I looked too deeply into it, but I was like, there is no restraint here. Everyone else has to... He has to restrain himself from... But her, he's just like, there's... I'm not even tempted. You know, I will give one little warning for people because I know a few people that would probably appreciate this. Um, it's not too graphic, but if you have issues with um, animals being harmed, 
Oh, there are a few instances in this where you're going to be like, "Oh, thanks for the warning, Dan." I'll just say absolutely. That. Um, one in particular with this character named Joe Collie and his his dog. I'll just say Jesus, that, dude. Um, I, that one kind of got me a little bit, but I can watch those kind of things. But if you have that kind of sensitivity, I just think it's fair to put it out there because this, like I said, this show's probably not going to be for everyone. But if you're looking for like a good way to start off the Halloween season, you're already into what Mike Flanagan does. Then you're, this is going to be for you for sure. It's just a. It, I think this is a brilliant. For me, it was a brilliant way to start off the like the Halloween season. It's so fucking oh, good. Oh, no. And here's the thing now. A shutter. You better bring something. Yeah. You this bet, this would have they, been perfect for shutter, actually. Oh, perfect. Now, mind you, they do have slasher, which is really good so far. But nothing, nothing is on the level of what this dude just accomplished. Nothing. Hey, have you watched uh, episode one of season three of Creepshow yet? No, I'm waiting for at least two of them to drop. Okay, yeah, I just found out that was out yesterday, so that's probably something that we'll talk about next week, too. Oh, no question, G. But I think that's it, man. I think that's it, too, sir. Good show, sir. Wonderful show. People, well, I know, I know. We're, let's let's all give Dan a, a round of applause. Welcome him back. He's feeling wonderful. I haven't heard any sort of breathing issues. That means he's on the total mend, and the next voice you're going to be hearing is the mended individual with a 3D printer. I love you guys. Peace. <laughs> Well, in all fairness, I have been muting my coughs for the most part, but oh. yeah, I just letting you know I'm 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 on the men, folks. Don't worry about me. I'm I'm getting there uh, slowly but surely. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's it for the Heroes of Noise episode 169. I want to thank Volk for letting us play their music and look forward to having them come on sometime. I want to thank y'all for sticking with us, even though we have not really been there for you in the last seven weeks. But here we are again. We're gonna go ahead and give it another try. Looks like, and again, I'm gonna take the blame for this one. Uh, Fell short on Patreon, you guys. I'm sorry. It was just between being sick and busy, September wasn't happening. I feel like I feel like October is going to be the month. So I'll say this. You're going to get refunds October 1st for this month, and then we'll just go from there. I assure you we're not trying to screw you over or anything. It's just making shit work. That's really it. That's it for the show. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, stick around. As soon as the intro or the outro is done, you're going to hear another song by Volk. And I believe I think I'm going to play I Fed Animals. All right. So that'll be the next thing you hear. My name is Dan Ramirez. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace.